I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The 223 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode is dropping on June 29th, 2016. My name is Dan Gorman, and I'm beginning to win- think I could win this thing. <laughs> uh, my name is Casey Lyons, and objection on the grounds that I'm like, what? <laughs> my name's Greg Legro, and I'll fucking, I'll fucking, I'll fucking sew your asshole clothes and keep feeding you and feeding you and feeding you and feeding you. Torture. <laughs> fucking torture. What I'll is fucking that from? Torture. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, what's that from, Casey? <laughs> uh, we have tons of stuff to talk about this week. Two of us went and saw Independence Day Resurgence, while one of us saw Independence's Day. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about an album by Limp Biscuit that I gave these guys as punishment. We will talk about an episode of The O.C. in a freshly squeezed episode of Orange. You glad it's The O.C.? <laughs> I love that name. Every time. It just <laughs> pleases me. Yeah. <laughs> And if you'd like to get in touch with us about anything that we talk about on this episode or any other episodes, email us at info at modernsuperior.com. Rate and review us on iTunes. Visit modernsuperior.com for all your podcasting needs and tell all of your friends about us in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get to the discussion, oh, man, I've lost all my notes. Um, oh, notes. What? So I, I wrote down a note of the email that we got today. Uh-huh. Oh. Oh, the one from Nordholt? Yes. Mm-hmm. So why don't you guys talk about that? All right. All right. Because well, it was something. fantastic. Yeah, real nice. Yeah, Did we you... got uh, a Facebook message from a friend in real life and friend of the show, uh, Eric Nordholt, mm-hmm. who I didn't know was listening. No. And, well, uh, I had an idea because uh, he texted me uh, a couple of days ago and asked me for a link to that Young Man album. Yes. And I was like, what the Fuck, that was years that ago. Was that like was like 2012. Oh, no, I was listening to the early episodes. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> um, when we reviewed albums. But yeah. yeah. Oh, and I found a lingo. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. That is a good album. I completely That's a great forgot about, album. So thanks for that. Yeah. Because yeah. I got to go, oh, yeah, there and it is. that guy's got an album after that, which is also phenomenal. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a wonderful review. Yeah, uh, yeah. And yeah. nice to hear. Basically, he was just thanking us for being great. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's terrific. Yeah, he's he's one of those people <laughs> that uh, when he tells you you're great, yeah. you trust him. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Yes, so thank you. Please keep those uh, coming in. Um, our, uh, we love to hear from you guys. Yeah. Positive, yeah. negative, whatever you want. Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's so. get some more negative. We haven't had any negative. <laughs> well, we got a little bit of negative on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, well. Um, people don't like it when we get political. No, no. I, I did want to super quickly mention people that. I'm an American, right? <laughs> <laughs> Greg is American. I don't think American. they do, really. No. This whole show has just been me selling a code about how yeah. horrible Canadians are treating me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Help me! Rescue me! Help me! Oh, this podcast is your uh, secret cry for help. If you if you go get the first letter of every introduction that Greg has ever had on the show and spell them out like a jumble, (laughs) (laughs) uh, you'll probably find enough letters to make whatever you want. That's right. I said it. Um, I also wanted to say Ariel Fisher wrote an article oh, about man. trash cinema. Uh, fucking great article. Yeah, yeah, seriously great. On the Toronto film scene blog, the TFC.ca. Uh, and, and we had a couple little quotes from us in there, and that was really great. Mm-hmm. And I did. I actually did want to bring up really quickly. Um, I did. I, I, wanted, I, I had a note about this that I forget. But I just wanted to like talk a little bit about how interesting the article was, but also how I, I am always worried that people there was like a guy in the article who directed this movie called motivational growth and he had some points that i agree with and points that i disagree with about trash cinema mm-hmm. and one of them was like it, it, he, he mentioned the word irony and i did want to like talk really quickly about that because i do feel like i watch a lot of garbage movies yeah sometimes i get flack from it and sometimes i find people that are also into those things like yeah. you guys yep but I do think that there's this weird misconception that like you can only like a like a piece of like you know trashy genre movie by having like some kind of an ironic distance no, from it. No, that's when I, no. That's I when don't I like don't that like idea. No, that's no. why I don't like movies like uh, Sharknado or uh, like those or, or mo- that. What was that Canadian one? Uh, Hobo with a shotgun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like Too that because it's, it's, it's just winking to... at yep, me. Yep, yep, yep. But like the story it. of Ricky was a genuinely so wonderful yeah. movie yeah, yeah. and 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 you're watching I'm watching it I understand what the filmmaker's intent yeah. I understand that the warden's totally. yeah. son was a flippy little weirdo <laughs> yeah uh on purpose yeah. and I'm supposed to genuinely enjoy that yeah. yeah and you know when the the warden becomes a giant and yeah. 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 that's supposed to be fun and hilarious yeah. and, it and it is yeah and, yeah, uh, it's, and it, when they when it's being sincere yeah. like deadly prey fucking means it man yeah, yeah. <laughs> that yeah. movie means that shit when he spits all over that worm yeah <laughs> that's a long scene of him spitting on a worm yeah. that he's gonna eat yeah, yeah. yeah. i, I had forgotten buddy. about the worm yeah. spitting. i'll never forget yeah and and <laughs> it's <year> I, 9-11. <laughs> yeah. and i and i liked that they that the article had like those counterpoints and not even like the he he made some really good points and i'm not trying to say like put this guy on blast but i do yeah, think yeah. i you i do hear that a lot like oh if you're like watching this with some kind of an ironic distance and i just feel like that's that's a thing that gets said a lot like people just calling people hipsters and it's like well yeah, no, no. yeah i can lo- i can well, watch then everybody's a hipster yeah. because guess what everybody likes bacon and everybody <laughs> yeah. likes beers yeah you know like, like it's like exactly <laughs> I in my notes i actually had written down like comfort food like there you can just watch a movie and be like i'm here for the explosions yeah, yeah. i'm here for the bacon delivery service yeah, on this burger <laughs> like yeah. i've seen con air like six or seven times yeah yeah because it's legitimately awesome <laughs> Awesome. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, it's dumb. It's and yeah, really London, dumb. London has fallen is yeah. really dumb. Really dumb. 
Come. And he says, fuck, a lot of times. But it's awesome because of that. Fuck. And that movie knew what it was doing. It knew that that's what it was doing. Like, so I'm not trying to trick anyone by watching a movie. No. Yeah. Totally. No, that that whole irony thing is... It became overused because everybody was like, oh, well, this is this just gives me a safe distance from everything. Yeah. I don't have to look uncool for yeah. liking something. Yeah, I have an out if I need it. Yeah. But you don't need it anymore because everyone's like, uh, you can just like things now. Yeah. Totally. And I just, I thought, like, that's a good, I, I liked that that article is, like, stoking <laughs> that discussion. I like that yeah, it has this sure. sort of angle on it where you know we all have these different ideas of of cinema and trash and if you want to yeah i just i thought that was a really cool cool way to look at it yeah for sure yeah uh-huh. was there anything else from you guys before we get to our news no okay um <laughs> nope no uh so i wrote some things down was there anything that you guys wanted to talk about uh off the top of these notes or should i just launch into these launch into these okay well we'll start right here uh, throwback to some See You Next Wednesday of old. Jack Reacher has a new trailer for the sequel, <laughs> Never Go Back. Um, I won't. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I, I never went yeah. first, I, nor will I go back. Real big missed opportunity on the title here for <laughs> Jack Reacher around again. Yeah, or yeah, back yeah. around. Mm-hmm. Never, what, Jack, you- Jack reaching higher. But didn't you also have Jack Reachest? Yeah, <laughs> Reachest. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, this is the bi- the biggest missed opportunity since now you see me two was not called now you don't yeah. or yeah. just or whatever anything. <laughs> yeah, or now you two also see me. Yeah, as well. yeah. <laughs> um, like I, I don't know. It's becoming such a hack thing now in a movie. To have, and I've heard this described as being a hack thing well before this trailer. But the thing where the guy tells the guys what he's going to do and then does it, yeah, is such a hack thing. And I'm like, we're doing this again, yeah, yeah. Yay, Ninety seconds, that phone's going to ring, and you're going to be in handcuffs. But then it happens. <laughs> I'm I'm torn because I think this trailer looks pretty cool. And uh, but I, I also so the first movie I I enjoyed a lot the first time I watched it and then yeah. I watched it a second time and 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 thought wow I was wrong this yeah. sucks I watched it one time and went this is terrible yeah this is boring I started out kind of going like maybe uh, oh I can't get through the trailer. I want it I want this one to be I want them to be like okay we took what was good and yeah. I want them to learn yeah, yeah <laughs> maybe I don't know I like a good Tom Cruise action yeah book, but uh, but no you know the first movie had such a good villain with. Uh, Werner Herzog yeah. and I feel like how do you top that yeah. how do you top Werner Herzog as your like scenery chewing villain like Andre <laughs> Gregory I guess yeah so Jack Reacher Never Go Back has a trailer and we watched it and maybe maybe it'll be good yeah. maybe maybe um, did Is you Macquarie g- again yes I think he uh, did the first one yes yeah. I'll be wrote damned. and directed um, yeah. you know, yeah. I'm starting to wonder about that fella <laughs> <laughs> Um, Although I never saw Valkyrie, me either. Valkyrie, did wasn't was that, that uh, wasn't that's that not him? Brian it was uh, the yeah. written by Christopher McQuarrie. Oh, uh, okay. Valkyrie's by. a terrific movie. Yeah, yeah. They they used to be sort of the team. He did. Totally. He wrote uh, Usual Suspects. Usual Suspects. As well. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I quite like Valkyrie. It's uh, underappreciated. Yeah, yeah. People keep saying that that's that really that's good. A legitimately yeah, good. Yeah, great in it. Um, I wrote down two other trailers on the trailer news. Did you guys see the official full length trailer for Morgan? No, the no, Luke that. Scott uh, son of Ridley Scott, his his debut feature. They had like a teaser, and now they have a full one. I saw the teaser, and yeah. I was like, 
This looks like something. I think it looks really cool. Yeah. But we can save the, a discussion on that until we've all watched it. Okay. I was just like, this um, looks a lot like Hannah. Yeah, it has that kind of vibe. Definitely. Um, and then I also wrote down the Mike Flanagan of Oculus and Hush um, directed the sequel to Ouija, Ouija Origin of Evil. Did you guys watch the trailer for that? No. <laughs> Did you, Casey? No. Okay. Ouija. No, but I'm I'm curious because I liked and he, Oculus. Yeah. He's also set to do the... We talked about he's set to do the, the new... Uh, potentially the new Halloween movie um, mm-hmm. after he did Hush. And the trailer looks like it's a step up, but still something that relies on the stuff you... Really? We're doing this again? Is the theme, I a think. A Ouija board? Yeah. No, well, it's like really the like... The little girl that gets possessed opens her mouth bigger than she should be able to do. Like, <laughs> like, uh, it's like that's how many times For is that going to be scary? <laughs> I tried demonstrated yeah. and tried to do it. <laughs> <laughs> how like that's in every horror movie. Yeah, like, yeah. Whoa, we, ever we since the ring. Her, yeah, we uh... CGI'd her mouth open. No one's mouth should be that big. <laughs> She could eat a real big apple. Like, <laughs> like what is scary about that? A very small pumpkin. Yeah. <laughs> but but it actually it's it's got like a um, a period piece kind of vibe to it, and it looks like well, this seems like it's trying, and uh, the first one did not. Yeah. So yeah, maybe. Uh, maybe not. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. I also wrote down that Warner Brothers wants Justin Lin to direct a live-action Akira adaptation. Yeah, I saw that. This again. Again. Yeah. yeah this has been a thing uh, I feel like they've been trying to do. Are they still talking about Keanu Reeves? <laughs> Wasn't Leo Yeah, Leo there? was uh, attached for like a long time. Um, DiCaprio? All of the white people. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, let's get a white guy. Yeah. Um, well. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, with all the whitewashing of so many characters, I mean, you kind of... Are they aware? I don't think they're aware. Yeah. I don't think they give a fuck. Yeah, they don't I think we need to sell this overseas. Yeah. <laughs> I think there's a lot of that going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, a live action Akira. I just... Can it work? I don't know that it can. Uh, I feel like... They're saying Justin Lin. I feel like you need to go like Wachowskis. Like I, you I, need don't to go, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Like oh, some, I think they could really ruin Akira. I, well, but oh, I th- for sure. But I feel like they need some like uh, they need somebody who deals in a bigger world deals of fantasy in like crazy visuals. But it's like, not I, I just I, crazy visuals. I know. Yeah. If, some, if that movie gets too bogged down in crazy visuals, then it's not going to work. Yeah, you right? need crazy visuals because yeah. some visually crazy shit goes down. Well, maybe they direct it and other people write it. I guess. Maybe. And, and, yeah. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, I, it's I a tried to watch that Speed Racer movie again yeah. not too long ago and uh, it's unwatchable. I like Th- it. That's a filmography I feel like I dare you to watch them all. Yeah. Like yeah. I went through all like oh, Kevin Smith or yeah. you know uh, M. Night, whatever, trying to watch all the Wachowskis. <laughs> They're, uh... I like Speed Racer. I think there's a case to be made of editing Speed Racer down a little, and then uh-huh. it's like amazing. Oh, maybe right. there's a movie in there somewhere, be- but it's so think it gets a, overstuffed. It gets a little bit too bogged down in the childish humor, which I guess I get because it's a, well, it's it a is kid's a car, movie. It's a kid's and movie. It's, yeah. And it's akin to the cartoon and everything. Yeah. yeah. But it's... I think the fucking the, the races in that movie are amazing. Yeah, I there's love some really, really shit. cool visual shit, but mm-hmm. it's not a movie. No. <laughs> but most of their movies are not. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, thing. it's like Home Run with Matrix and then... Uh, that's it, man. What about Bound? Game no. over, man. 
Bound is good. Yeah. All right. Yeah, fair fine. enough. <laughs> All right. Bound, Matrix, done. There. <laughs> Two bad Matrix movies are very debatable, you know, with uh, Speed Racer mm-hmm. and then everything else, man. Uh, really bad. Did you, you guys, guys? I cannot believe you guys have not, at least out of morbid curiosity, watched Jupiter Ascending. Ascending. There yeah, have been I a know. couple of that times. That movie is fucking when bananas. My, my finger <laughs> Stop watching the Transformers. The yeah. <laughs> I will never. <laughs> uh,. My finger has been hovering over the button, and, but I every time I'm just like, life is too short. Oh, I'll no, just watch not for this. Not for this particular brand again. of crazy. We yeah. just talked about fucking, you know, put our two cents in with Ariel Fisher about trash movies yeah. and bananas motion pictures. Like, it's not, a, it's yeah, it's a bad movie, but it's a very watchable bad movie because it's just like, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, Channing Tatum <laughs> plays a dog man with rocket boots. <laughs> He's the main character. Yeah. Well, then, if you want to truly hook me in, call a dog man rocket boots. <laughs> Instead of stupid Jupiter ascending. Rocket dog. Yeah. <laughs> Barking up a fever. Terrible. Yeah, he a theme song. Did you he had a theme Barking song. up a fever terrier? Is that <laughs> <laughs> if he had a fucking theme song, they'd be the greatest movie that yeah. anyone had ever made. <laughs> And if Dan Gorman wrote it. <laughs> I smell another fan edit. <laughs> oh, man. I would watch that. Yeah. Um, John Boyega teases new project with Attack the Block director. There's almost nothing known to this aside from that. Yeah, uh, aside like, from great. John Boyega and Joe Cornish. But he just tweeted but, out. Shit, yeah. I'm yeah. fucking, I'm super into that. Whatever yeah. Joe Corn. he hasn't done anything bad. Even his old radio show was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I like his uh, script. And I like uh, the Tintin movie. He wrote that. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Boy, that's a good movie. It's a fun yeah. movie. Yeah, I feel yeah, like it's a great that, adventure. That's, that's an overlooked Spielberg. It's just I, so much sure. fun. I fell asleep in that movie, but... Not for lack of in- interest, I don't think. Uh-huh. Yeah, I think that movie's just a very a, good movie. Just delightful. Oh, yeah. Um, what else? Was there anything else on that list worth talking about? Uh, yeah, the Kellen Lutz. Oh, yes, tweeting yeah. Tweeting about maybe being He-Man. Yeah, found fame with a supporting role in the Twilight Sagas and has followed up with a series of awful movies like <laughs> The Legend of Hercules. Recently revealed he met with McGee. Yeah. About the Masters of the Universe movie. Uh. Which, uh, similarly... A similar thread, another one of those. Is this still happening? Like Akira. Yeah. Is this still? Again, it's a thing that's like, I don't know if you can do this right. I don't care if it's Mary McGee's sh- or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, McGee. I feel like these are properties in search of a better um, a better, better director, a better Helmer. I, yeah, let's, I, get the, let's see what the Hamburglar can do. Yeah. <laughs> Because I think I think we talked about this uh, <laughs> this this property at some point about when it was up for remake, and I could watch a new one. Uh, I feel like I could go for that, uh, but I feel like yeah, it no, has to listen, be the right a director. Crazy property there. Like yeah. there's so much, so many characters and a lot of neat ideas and yeah. visually interesting shit. You know. Like a Guardians of the Galaxy, like, tonally kind of yeah, film. Like yeah, a real like fun adventure. It's, it's not exactly winking at you, but it knows how to be fun. Mm-hmm. And also, it does all of the characters mm-hmm. true to themselves. Yeah. It doesn't, like, try to update them or, yeah. or give you a reason why uh, <laughs> Captain Stinkman uh, stinks or whatever. Stinkor. I just, I just need to know. <laughs> Captain Stinkman. Stinkman will do fine. Yeah. Uh, and like you know, Mister Spray Bottle, Mister Hairspray, yeah. <laughs> stinking up a fever, plug oh, your nose. Man. <laughs> but yeah, that was like uh, when the, like the Ninja Turtles shit, the, the Masters of the Universe movie was just like, nah, 
Yeah. How about none of the characters you like? Yeah. yeah. All gone. I mean, yeah, I mean, Man in Arms was there, I guess, and Tila, but not right. Yeah, but where's yeah. Manny Faces? Yeah, where's fucking Orko? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And Skeletor, Franklin Jella. Franklin Doing his best. Yeah. Yeah. Really? <laughs> He's an old man who looks a little like a skeleton. That's not It's <laughs> not cool. Yeah. Is he, like, yeah. offended when he got cast? <laughs> I don't look that much like a skeleton. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, skeleton. Sorry, Frank. <laughs> but this is like uh, you, uh, you've you got to go 100 miles an hour yeah. this thing. It can't be. Yeah. Don't, I don't want it to be thoughtful or something like that. And, uh, the, I don't even know. It's, it's got to be so nuts. I think what they should maybe do is take a look at that uh, He-Man animated series from like 10 years ago or mm-hmm. whatever. Maybe a little longer than that. 15 years ago, possibly. It was actually pretty good. The second run, uh, it wasn't anywhere as popular, but it was pretty fucking cool. Um, You know, have a look at that. Have a look at a lot of the um, concept art that's come out over the last 15, 20 years about doing an animated He-Man movie, which I still think is probably the best way to go. Or do, like, an interesting form of animation. I don't know what you want to do if it's CGI or traditional or something. Uh, But, yeah, there's some of that stuff has some interesting ideas to it. But, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Fucking Mary I don't think... uh, (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. He's not the guy. <laughs> um, that was what I wrote down. Was there anything else, or do you guys want to get into what you've been watching? Uh, I got a lot of what I've been watching. Yeah, All right. sure, let's, why let's not? Let's jump in. What have you been watching, Casey? Oh, me? What? Yeah. Uh, well, real quickly, I've been watching a show. It's a th- uh, three-episode show called Time Traveling Bong. Okay. And uh, it's the kind of thing where you uh, skip right by it because you're like, Time Traveling Bong? Well, that sounds this like a bunch funny. of dumb fucking pot humor <laughs> by a bunch of dumb fucking pot-smoking yeah. hippies. I was at a uh, <laughs> friend of the show Taylor's place, and I saw, like... I saw uh, the name of it on like wh- his to watch list, and and I was thinking, th- I was gonna ask him, what the fuck is that? Yeah, <laughs> you go like, <laughs> I why? And then and then you're like, oh well, because it's Alana Glazer from Broad City um. is one of the co-writers, and then it's Paul Downs, who I did not like. He had one of the, an episode of the characters, okay, and I did not care for it. But I was like, you know what? It's Alana Glazer. I feel like it's gonna be a lot of the same people from Broad City, yeah, and it's gonna be pretty dope. And then I watch it, no pun intended, seriously, because I don't like pot jokes. Um, so I watched it, and uh, it's uh, it's awful. Yeah. It's just not funny at all. <laughs> That's right. a bummer. It's got some funny performances, and uh, the second episode, they travel in time, and they go and kidnap Michael Jackson so he doesn't get abused by... Uh, by his father, thereby saving all of the children that he molested. Yeah. Ah. Um, and you're like, I see what how you're going for an edgy thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but just saying we're doing an edgy thing doesn't make for a good script. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and it's uh, it's a real bummer. Just a real bummer. That sucks. Yeah. yeah. Nothing going on. Um, well, speaking of bummer, mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about this super quick, but I have been wa- I watched all five uh, episodes of OJ Made in America. Right. Yeah, um, you've been going nuts. I, Emma and I got through this thing so quickly. It's, e- each, each of the five episodes is, is an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. So it is basically like you're watching a movie. And, and yeah. I'm always, I always have a big list of movies, and I think... Oh, if I get home and I make dinner, I'll be able to watch two movies tonight, and it never yeah, happens. Right. Yeah, and then yeah. we watched like three in one night. We were just like, we have to. We have to watch this. <laughs> so it is 
I think it is fucking crazy, phenomenal, like one of the all-time history book documentary things. Yeah. Um, and now I, uh, I, I want awesome. you guys to see it, and then we'll talk about it maybe a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. I'm interested to see the other side of, of people who have watched the television show yeah. and are yeah. now going to jump to this because I'm doing the opposite. Right. Um, and I'm interested to see like if 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 that changes anything. But I absolutely loved it. There are some things that I cannot shake from it. Sure. And the sort of seven and a half hour running time really allows them to, like, the first episode is just so much just about him, you know, sport, him and his sports career and his life and, you know, how he transcended kind of race and he and and was sort of put up on this pedestal. And then they do a whole episode about Los Angeles and the riots and all these different things throughout history that kind of created this insane, you know, situation where we lead into the trial and it's just so fucking good, man. Yeah, that really, really excites me because I mean, I loved People versus OJ. Oh, I fucking yeah. loved it. It was so oh, great. Oh man, it was so great. But by the end of it I was like I wanted more. Like I, like there, there were little things that were obviously yeah. glossed over because they didn't need to be yeah. sure. um, you know, like included in the overall thing, but I'm like no, no. I wanted to see the implications of this thing happening. Yeah, or yeah. I wanted to see yeah. more Kato. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wanted a yeah. full hour of Kato. Yeah. yeah. And and I'm like definitely not somebody that knows every facet of this, but yeah. I think everybody knows about it. Yeah. And de- this definitely like the way that they lead you into it totally took what something that I thought was a thing that happened in popular culture that you all have the gist of. Yeah. And you really yeah. like like even just, just the way they lead you in and 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 with all the race stuff and it's just yeah, you totally get this whole perspective of all these people that are saying, OJ, like, yeah, you're not you're not guilty and from my perspective I'm thinking like, what do you why would you ever think yeah. that? Like, it's yeah. so obvious, but with all of the stuff that they show you, and, and obviously I knew about race relations in L.A., but the way it's laid out, you're just like, holy shit, there's so much going on here outside of just this popular guy that, like, m- murdered somebody. So it, popular, yeah. though. Yeah. Again, I'm glad that it focuses on how big he was. Oh, totally. Like the, again, the I was always trying to figure episode. out, like, how... Who today is yeah. that big? You you, know? you go back to thinking of him. Not that I knew a lot about him before I knew him in this, but as somebody that even knew him as mo- likely a murderer, yeah. you watch that first episode and you think like you you almost start rooting for him again. You're yeah. like, yeah, yeah, man, no, he this was, guy amazing. was amazing. I yeah. loved OJ yeah. when I was a kid. Yeah, loved OJ. And then yeah, I didn't yeah. even I didn't even give a fuck about football, but I loved movies mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. <laughs> I fucking loved OJ from the movie. Yeah. yeah. Totally. I definitely want to get into it in some detail yeah, when you guys sure. have checked it out. For sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm dying to see it. Very and good. then I watched The Naked Gun because they used a couple clips, and I was right, like, right. that's the best movie. Naked I'm going to watch that so now. Good. <laughs> I wonder if that was their intent. <laughs> <laughs> guys, we really need to start selling OJ's movie career yeah, again. Yeah. That movie, oh, man, so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I laughed great. like an idiot watching yeah, that movie for the first time in a few years. Yeah, it's been a while yeah. for me, too. There's, a, there, there's one thing in that movie where they are at the baseball game at the end of the movie, and they're like, oh, the audience is checking out the jumbo for some of, like, the, the baseball's famous flubs or whatever, and there's all these people, like, running into each other with the baseballs, and it just escalates, too, and then a guy gets hit by a car, <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then, like, a tiger mauls some dude, and then a guy jumps, his head falls off, and I could not stop <laughs> laughing. <laughs> I completely forgot you about that gag. his head falls off, and that's, uh, that's enough for me. Oh, God. So funny. 
Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> what about you guys? What about Greg? Yeah. Um, I I saw I I almost saw two movies. I saw par, um, a good chunk of two movies, and I want to talk about that. Okay. Um, the first thing I saw, maybe, maybe twenty minutes of, yeah, was uh, the Tom Cruise motion picture from nineteen eighty three, All the Right Moves. Yeah. Has anybody seen that? Have you I've seen never that? seen All the Right Moves. I I. <sighs> I seem to remember having seen it, but I remember yeah. zero. About yeah, yeah. It. I think I might have seen it when I was a kid or something like that. It was on TV or something. Is John shit. Goodman in that? Uh, Craig T. Nelson. Oh. <laughs> Why did you assume that's who I was? Because he's a football of? coach in it. And maybe you're thinking of John Goodman because he's a coach in Revenge of the Nerds. No, it's no? not Revenge of the Nerds. Is uh, you're talking about all the right moves? Am, yeah. I, am I thinking about Everybody's All American? Is that something? That is a John Goodman yeah, motion picture. That's, that's right with uh, Dennis Quaid. Yeah, Dennis Quaid. You are the last one. <laughs> oh yeah, I've seen. Uh, I've seen the cover of this so sure, many he's times. He's like a t- small town football playing kid who's trying to ride yeah. football out of his small town. Um, so yeah, I threw that on. It's, uh, there's a couple of things that I don't. I'm mostly curious if any listeners have seen this movie, and if there's anything I should, if there's any reason I should ever watch past the first 20 minutes, because two things happened that really turned me off. Uh, first thing that happened, well, I was kind of like, well, maybe I'll keep going because if the movie's going to be like this, then <laughs> terrifically bizarre. So Tom Cruise is like star football player, and he and his buddy are in class, and this girl is like looking back and smiling at them, like, uh, yeah, and he's like, oh, she's totally smiling at us, <laughs> and then he's like, Joey, Joey, do it, do it, and then so his buddy moves to a different desk and puts his hands behind his head and starts going, like, closes his eyes, like, mm, ah. and then, like, his boner <laughs> comes out or something and lifts the desk up. What? And I'm like, what is happening here? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you said his boner his comes boner. out. <laughs> well, he doesn't undo his pants or anything. He's just there. and then Was desk... it like he was just doing it with his hand as a goof? Uh, no, yeah, his hands like... are behind his head. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, no. And Tom Cruise think... is like, <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't supposed to be like a trick where Tom Cruise is like, let's make it look like you got a, a desk moving <laughs> no, boner, and it's... I'll help you. I'll play the part of your boner. <laughs> yeah, no, no. He, he was just sitting back and enjoying the boner. <laughs> and Boners then, are And hilarious. then the teacher is going to come over, so Tom Cruise like slams the desk down <laughs> on the guy's boner. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. The guy's like... Bleh. But does the desk lift up? Yes. That is one <laughs> hell of a boner. <laughs> this guy's been practicing. Uh, <laughs> so there was that, and I was like, all right. <laughs> I'll watch uh, some of this movie. I, it sounds like porky. It sounds like a weird, like, yeah. uh, hard it body. Like they should get Shadow Stevens in there yeah. to, uh, <laughs> to charm that boner. <laughs> the- yeah. Uh, tracks. Yeah. Um, yeah, those are weird, obscure <laughs> references. <laughs> Very bizarre. Uh, everyone will be watching tracks. Um, then there's a scene a little bit later where it, the football team's in the locker room talking, and uh, Sean, or sorry, Chris Penn's uh, character okay. has been, uh, he got a scholarship to a, a UCLA or something like that. And they're all like, whoa, holy moly. And then he's like, man, you know, going to L.A., going to be in the big school in the big time. And Tom Cruise and him are like, oh, man. <laughs> and then the black guys on the team, one of them's like, uh, but you better know how to dance when you get there. And starts to dance, and they turn on music, and then they're all dancing. Uh, oh, I'm like, no. this is horrible. Oh, no. Like, in the, the fuck is shower? Huh? No, they're all just in the gym, the oh, change okay. room. Wearing I, a, don't, I don't know why I pictured them in the shower. Probably because I expected it to be another boner-related yeah, yeah, thing. I, 
But like, there's no one. His like, boners you, are you dancing. Don't see, like, there's no uh, black characters that have anything to do with anything in the movie until they're in the locker room and it's a, they they got to they have to teach white guys how to someone dance. Someone needs and I'm just to, like, to dance. Yeah. Oh, 1983. Yeah. <laughs> You're a piece of shit. <laughs> and then I stopped. So I don't know if there's a reason to keep watching all the right moves. Yeah. Because I feel like I saw two of them, neither <laughs> yeah. one was close was to that, right. Is that what it's about? Because the name, All the Right Moves, would now suggest to I, me that it's about a football player yeah. learning how to dance. I like the, uh, at the end of the movie, they sit, they sit these kids down and they're like, you're doing the wrong moves. The, yeah, yeah. the boner move. Yeah. Boner move, listen, dancing it is shower. unique. I'll give you that. Oh, <laughs> uh, look. Well, keep the boner move. That's one of the right moves. If the listeners could email at info at modernsuperior.com, they could let us know if Greg has made the right move Whoa, by turning off all nice. the right moves. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, no. Or if he's pulled a boner. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> sorry, you know what? I forgot. <laughs> there is, there, in the first 20 minutes, they do. The, one of the black characters does have something to do in one of the scenes. He's kissing his girlfriend, and then he says to Tom Cruise, Yo, when I die, I'm going to leave my dick to Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and she's like, it's ah! <laughs> <laughs> a weird thing to do. And then oh, we hard cut sweet. to like yeah. years in the future, and she yeah. has a jar with a floating <laughs> dick, and she's like, it was funny at the time. Now it's a logistical yeah. nightmare keeping this I am thing. Surprised he was serious. <laughs> oh, bummer, man. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah. Uh, do you want? It's, I'll, I'll tell you the other one too. Okay. I'll get through it really fast. Yeah. There's not a lot to talk about. I was like, I, ha- I was like, oh, I got a good idea. This is what I'm going to do. I was thinking about Independence Day because I couldn't go see Independence Day too. Yeah, and then I was thinking about Independence Day, and much like we were talking about earlier in the movie, when I saw that in the theater, it, you know, everyone afterwards was like, oh my god, that movie was fucking ridiculous. That was so stupid. Yeah, I was like. Pretty great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, was the, it yeah. was the greatest brand of Roland Emmerich stupid. Yeah, totally. I've seen that movie like a lot of times. Yeah, yeah. It's so stupid, but totally. whatever. It's really entertaining. So, you know, and I was thinking about that. And I was like, oh, man, there were so many, you know, uh, disaster movies in the uh, in the 90s. Volcano. Yeah, totally blowing up the White House, like yeah. really going for stuff. And then I was like, the, the, the big disaster craze of the 70s was the first run of that. Yeah. And I've not really seen any of those movies, so I started watching Airport. Oh. And I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have a summer of disaster movies. Yeah. I'll start at Airport, because that was 1970, and that set the tone. I'm like, boom, this is going to be a great thing, and I'll report yeah. on a fucking 70s disaster yeah. movie. Anyway, the Airport. This was a horrible idea. That movie is so boring. Yeah, it's only like four <laughs> hours long fuck, or something. No, shit. it's not even that long. And I, okay, I made it like an hour and fifteen <laughs> minutes or something like that. Um, but it's they're really setting up the. Oh, there's all this all this yeah. life going on at the airport. You yeah, know? like Burt Lancaster's like, oh man, today of all days, that's his <laughs> thing going on. And then there's you know the poor stewardess who's pregnant with Dean Martin's baby. <laughs> and he's one of the pilots, not actual Dean Martin. And um, then there's uh, George Kennedy cast. Wow, man, I got called in today. I'm trying to make love to my old lady. He can't wait <laughs> to get home to finish the job. <laughs> you wait here. And then there's the saddest <laughs> mad bomber in the world. It's just so, so sad. Anyway, and I watch this movie, and I'm like, I got in, an hour in. I'm like, the plane is finally taking yeah. off an hour into this movie. <laughs> and I'm go, oh, I'm exhausted. Yeah. I will finish it. And yeah, I, I'm yeah. going to try. I want and you do to watch this. more of those. Yeah, I'm going to try and not. I'm not going to do them all because there's like yeah. fucking 
35 disaster movies from that decade. Uh, Are you going to stick with the Ir- Irving Allen, like the Tower yeah. Inferno? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll hit some earthquake. Uh, yeah, you know, I remember know. there was a, I don't know if you remember this, there was a TV movie about an yeah. earthquake, and it was like this big, the big TV one. event. Is that what I it's called? It, I remember we had it. was a, like 1988 or something, because yeah. I remember when they were, pre, like, when like it was first run. I just, I don't know, so that you've just tapped into a weird thing. We had a VHS tape that yeah. we had taped a movie off TV, yeah. and it was about an earthquake, and people got stuck in an elevator, and there was all, it was in L.A., and and I referred to it as the big one. Oh, I'm going to watch the big one again. Yeah. And, <laughs> but the, the, the poster for earthquake, the tagline is the big one. Yeah. So I don't know. Oh. If, I don't know if I just saw a TV airing of earthquake or right. if there was a Do later. Do you remember movie. anything about it? Because the earthquake. No, movie I just remember is, people getting stuck the cast in an elevator. Stacked. Yeah, I don't. I don't yeah. remember it that much at all. It's I was enormous. really young. Yeah, but I just remember people getting stuck in an elevator and thinking it was so scary. Yeah, fair enough. Have you anyway. seen Roller Coaster? No, no, that's on my list though. Okay. Yeah. I got a list. Yeah. <laughs> Roller coaster's good. Just <laughs> but it's really Blu-ray. fun watching airport, and it's really hard to take it seriously because airplane is, like, so pitch perfect yeah. in its tone of capturing these movies. Yeah. Um, no, you're right. It was 1990. It was called The Big One. Dope. The Great Los Angeles Earthquake. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. You're not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> a little. Yeah. yeah, I want more disaster. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll keep trucking on this. <laughs> I got some stuff. Nice. Um, I didn't watch much else. I watched Doll Man. You ever seen Doll yeah, Man? I've seen yeah. Doll Man. <laughs> I've seen uh, more than one Doll Man picture. Yeah, Doll Man versus Demonic Toys. Yes. Doll Man, pretty fun. Yeah, listen, Tim Thomerson and anything? Yeah. Great. Yeah. And Jackie Earl Haley uh, oh, as the yeah. bad guy. Wow. Yeah. Nah. Um, now, if you want a movie where people say, fuck a lot, <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of improv going on on yeah. this. And there was one sentence that Emma and I could not stop laughing at where I think. You could not have tr- like actually gotten more fucks in. It was literally every other word. It was like this fucking guy doesn't know what fucking he's gonna fucking do when he fucking comes over my fucking house this fucking night. We're <laughs> like, whoa! Like, they, they are they are improving. <laughs> We're gonna fucking play yachts, fucking Z. Yeah, but uh, doll man uh, has a man the size of a doll. A couple mm-hmm. people explode. He's got a gun. Yeah, he's got a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, it gets really boring in the middle, and then it gets good again. <laughs> yep. Um, Albert Pion directed this. I feel mm-hmm. like this is one of his movies that's more fun than most. Yeah, yeah, it's, got, yeah. it's got a couple things. Yeah. That's all I'll say. It was fun. And if you're a big fan of the uh, trash movies or B movies, you yeah. know who Tim Thomerson is. He's fucking yeah. awesome. Trancers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So good. Yeah. So, so good. I watched that too. He's in lots of stuff. He's got. Yeah. He, he has some legitimate roles. Definitely. He's like almost Lance Henriksen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Tim Thomerson wishes he was Lance. Lance I think he does. Isn't there a movie about that? <laughs> I think there is. Is there really? Yeah, no, a movie where Tim Thomerson wishes he I was Lance. I think it's Lance like Henderson? called Bring Me Lance Henriksen's Head or some shit like that. <laughs> what? Seriously. Are you like literally being serious? I really am. That is fucking I'm looking it up now. I'm looking it up. You're looking it up now? Yeah. Then? Okay. Casey, Somebody look it pretty up. sure that's the thing. What? You uh, tell me now what you have been watching, too. All right. Real quick, I watched a couple episodes of the show Casual. Yeah. It's a Jason uh, Reitman-directed thing starring, um, what's her name from Saturday Night Live? I can't remember her name. Uh, It's uh, pretty good. It's really um, well-worn territory. Scenes where an older woman hooks up with a 19-year-old guy, and she can't believe how crazy she's being. She goes over to his house to find that he lives like a 19-year-old, and she's mm-hmm. like, "Ew, you guys! I was this isn't what I was expecting at all." And I'm like, 
I've seen it just too many times. It's yeah, charming yeah. enough, but sure. it's well-worn territory. Yeah. Um, uh, bring me the head of Lance Henriksen. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is no date on IMDb, okay. just question marks. Right. And it says, when an 80s B-movie icon Tim Thomerson wakes up one day to realize the acting roles are not coming his way anymore, he sets out on a quest to find his former co-star Lance Henriksen to discover the secret of Hollywood longevity and gets mm. more than he bargained for. Wow. Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wishes he was Lance Henriksen. Totally. That's amazing. I want to see that. I gotta find Please that. finish yeah. making that movie. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. Oh, maybe yeah. that's not out yet. Then yeah, I guess. that's what the question marks is. Oh, okay. I think. Man, make that. Yeah, right. <laughs> I watch that in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tim Thomerson. And what good. was the other, Casey? Uh, another thing, real quickly. I've got a couple of things that I watched. Like, uh, we watched uh, Finding Nemo, and then mm-hmm. we saw uh, Finding Dory. Yeah. So we yep. saw the Finding, yeah, the Finding series, series. I yep. guess uh, I'd never seen Finding Nemo. I saw like bits of it here and there, sure. I think, but uh, saw full through. I think I saw it on TV ten years ago or something. It's really sweet, sure, yeah. really sweet and charming, yeah, um, and funny, like yeah, yeah, genuinely yeah. funny. Yeah. It's a, it is a great, great Pixar movie. Let me saw Finding Dory, and it is fucking great. Yeah, yeah. like it's. Maybe not as sweet necessarily as as the first one, but it's really funny. Yeah, it's those were the first funny. one was definitely pretty funny. Yeah, it was always on the like I I liked it, but it not as much as everyone else. It seemed like level for me. Like yeah. everyone really freaked out over it, and I was like, yeah, yeah it's a funny movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The and kids that, really yeah. embraced it. That's very that's very much what it is. Like it's it's very sweet and charming. It's kind of like Inside Out, where yeah. it's like. This is really nice for mm-hmm. kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they'll get what's going on, and the parents will understand. Sort <laughs> and of cry. like, uh, and yeah, and cry a little yeah. bit. Um, Finding Dory was less like that, less about crying. My house cried, but she's a pregnant lady right now, and her <laughs> emotions are everywhere. Yeah. Um, and plus, it is genuinely sweet. And yeah. yeah. Uh, Caitlin Olsen is fucking hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's really great and really sweet, and I highly recommend it. Yeah. It's not, you know life-changing or anything, but yeah. no, I, I, it doesn't want to be. I like a good movie like that. Yeah. Sure. I got something that yeah. maybe is an uh, untalked about leftover from right. previous weeks from you. Yeah. I watched The River's Edge. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah, I talked about that a while back, I think. I, a little, you, I know or, you watched it yeah. a little while back. I don't think you actually yeah, brought it up I on didn't. the show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, Crispin Glover, yeah. Keanu Reeves. Um, Big fucking, movie when it came out. Yeah. Very talked about, very controversial. <clears throat> yeah. I had been waiting a long time to see it. Yeah. I saw it when I was quite young. Yeah. 13, that, 14, something like that. Is that it's based on a Brett, East, Brett Easton Ellis? Uh, is that what I'm no. thinking no. of? What am no. I no, this is based on a thing that happened loosely, for real. Really, yeah, really very loosely. Very, like, like, yeah. Like, the, the gist of, of the, the like plot. I, somebody <laughs> partially read a headline. Yeah, and was like, <laughs> okay. a movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, did you, I feel like from your... Messenger yeah. thread comments. You didn't enjoy this I movie. I thought it was all right, but yeah. I felt like it was one of those movies that I don't want to say like you had to be there or like you had to see it when you were younger. But there was just uh, something. There was something about it that just it it didn't. Outside of like some really amazing performances and some really like really great moments, mm-hmm. I felt like it wasn't a movie that really hung hung together for me having yeah. seen and i think i think it's a fault of my own for having waiting so long because na- by that by this well, point now i've seen like four or five other movies about kids being lackadaisical about yeah. like murder and so i feel like 
this one just felt... Uh, I think it, this one, though, because I... Listen, it's an up-and-down movie. It's not perfect, and there's some yeah. really weird line readings. Most oh. of that's Crispin Glover just being a fucking weirdo. <laughs> and some not great writing. Yeah. Um, but it, I was kind of wishy-washy on it as it went, and then I really found myself thinking about it quite a bit afterwards. And I think it's not so much a had-to-be-there, to like, seeing it when you're young, but maybe had to be young like in the, the 80s. at the time, yeah. Because it's so much about that. Yeah. And it's so much about just, like, the, the apathy of youth in yeah. the 80s when there was just, like, Cold War looming. There's yeah. no real, like, it's, uh, there, there, there didn't seem like there were a lot of options yeah. for a lot of kids. Um, and, it, you know, and that really bled through in a lot of the culture of that time. And a yeah. lot of films really kind of tap into that teenage apathy of the 80s. But this one just kind of really yeah. grinds into it with a very dark angle yeah and i Even was on movies I, is rather funny here i there. was on board oh definitely <clears throat> and i was on board for like a long time like at least half like by an hour in i definitely like i know what you mean by like you kind of come in and out on it yeah but there was definitely a point where i had like officially checked out like sure. an hour and 15 into the two hour running time i was yeah. like i've gotten what <laughs> i yeah yeah <laughs> dennis hopper's great in it. oh hey, yeah really good oh of course <clears throat> and uh i find a lot of young keanu's performances a little yeah, I thought he was good. He, I thought he was very good. Yeah, um, yeah. And I, I like, I like, like Chris McGlover. He's a young really... Keanu. It was like you get kind of like some stuff that doesn't work. Like, yeah. like he really, he was a little over in over his head in something like My Own Private Idaho. Um, but then his sort of like stonery California dude stuff really yeah. worked in something like uh, Parenthood. Yeah, and like this, I feel like is another kind of extension of that kind of yeah. realm for him. So he's really good as definitely. As a, stoner kid who just doesn't fucking yeah. give a fuck about anything i just felt like that like i can not remember he, he gives a little bit more of a fuck than some of them yeah yeah a little bit yeah but he's still just totally there's selfish. definitely like there's <laughs> scenes that i i can like think now that it's been a few weeks and be like oh that scene was fucking wow yeah. but yeah as a movie i was kind of like off and on yeah but i would love casey the oculus this thing yeah yeah, maybe I will. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. was uh, less than zero. I always mix oh, up uh, yeah, 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 yeah. less than zero. Sure. It's a disaffected I youth, think, but, yeah, there's a yeah. lot of thematic similarities there. So. Have yeah, you check seen, out River's Edge. Have you seen Mean Creek? Mm-hmm. No, I have not watched oh, man, that. Mean Creek was... I, I loved it when it I came have out, started but I haven't it more seen it than since once, then. but I've passed out every yeah. time. Um, and I even thought, like, have revisiting at close range, which I talked about last week, yeah. like, with also Chris and Glover, that had that kind of, like... You know, disenfranchised youth, nowhere to go. So we're gonna kind of end up doing these violent things. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah. Anything else? No. Oh. Yeah. There's one quick thing I want to talk about. Hopefully quickly. It's just it really bothered me. Uh, there's a show called 192. Uh, it was a French Canadian show mm-hmm. that uh, got a lot of acclaim, and then they remade in. Um, English. Okay. Still made it uh, about a Montreal police uh, for the Montreal police force. It's um, it's just awful. <laughs> what kind? What is it? A comedy? No, no. It's uh, it's a police procedure gripping drama, police procedural type oh. of thing about <laughs> a um, a cop whose partner gets shot. And he uh, he's all tormented, but he has to go back to the forest, and he gets this new partner, and he's not too sure about his new partner kind of thing, and they do things differently. It's awful. It's just just awful. Oh. <laughs> um, and it's, it's the problem with Canadian TV or Canadian entertainment is that it's, and I say this time and time again, 
it's trying they're trying so hard to be american to the point where all of the acting is like we're acting like american police procedurals well that works in america because america is a fairly dramatic landscape like mm-hmm. it's a they're a dramatic people yeah um and and there's something that rings true even in big fantastical things that that their entertainment does there's something that rings true because america is a very forthright very straight ahead kind of we're fucking doing this fucking thing where canadian sensibilities are much different so if you mm-hmm. try to push those that type of thing over canadian sensibilities yeah. it just looks horrible <laughs> and it's awkward and stilted and the writing is just there's no writing like it's it's really disappointing. It's just I, I was yeah. once again disappointed by Canadian. Uh, Damn it! Yeah, we don't uh, make TV good. No, <laughs> no, no, real bad. What What have we done? I mean, Twitch for City. some reason, Kids in the Hall was allowed to just do whatever the fuck they wanted to yep. do, and that show is inherently Canadian. Yeah, quite. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah. It just it really fucking bums me out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, never going to change. No, it really isn't. Speaking of never changing, yeah. Then I guess we should just do what we always do Uh and get on into film roulette now. Mm. Unless uh, anyone else has some final. All right, I got nothing. Let's do it. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good or the major release that we've all been waiting for. This week it was Independence Day Resurgence and the loser has to watch a movie that we have themed uh, or picked as the losing film. This week it was Independence's Day which is the Asylum <laughs> Mockbuster that was released this month to coincide with the theatrical release of Independence Day Resurgence. But don't worry, the loser gets to give the winners an album to, uh, an album to listen to for the rest of the week. Last week I was a loser and I gave these guys a Limp Biscuit album to listen to. We'll talk about that. We'll roll four <laughs> movies for next week and so on and so forth. This week, Independence Day Resurgence, uh, directed yet again by Roland Emmerich, um, written by like a thousand people. Um, and IMDb describes the plot of this film as two decades after the first Independence Day invasion, Earth is faced with a new extrasolar threat. But will mankind's new space defenses be enough? This is getting 32 on Metascore out of yeah. 100 and stars Liam Hemsworth, Jeff Goldblum, Bill Pullman. Uh, cast is loading on my phone here. Uh, Brett Spiner's back. Yes. Brent Spiner's uh, back. Micah yeah. Monroe, William Fitchner, Judd Hirsch. Vivica Fox is back. Yeah. Uh, lots of people. Lots of familiar faces. Um, so this is a movie that I don't know if we were all 
necessarily. The trailer was effective. No, yeah, I was, there was. There was, I was a trailer that came out. There was a bunch of trailers where I'm yeah. like, eh, oh, no. I think I'm over this whole thing. And then another trailer came out and I was it like, looked amazing. I am on board. But before yeah. that, I don't think anyone was like, Independence Day, bring it back, man. No. But once it, I thought once that trailer that Casey's referring to came out and I kind of got an idea of what it seemed like that they were going to play with, I thought, man, there's a movie here. There's going to be a great movie here. And then I saw the movie. <laughs> um, there was a great movie there. It was just the trailer. Yeah. yeah. That was the great movie. Uh. And then everything else in between the things that happened in that trailer are... I, I don't... I was re- I was really disappointed and... I was not disappointed because I wasn't expecting much. And uh, I was expecting at least as good as... As good a crafted a film as Independence Day. I which think it was as good a crafted. I think if you go back and watch Independence Day, it may not be a good movie, quote unquote good movie. Mm-hmm. But those, a lot of fun. Yeah, and the way that that movie sets its story up, it has this very 90s almost post-Spielbergian way of sort of like, oh, here's life and here's all these things and the families and the characters and then... And then we're going to get to them being under the pressure. And in this movie is, I almost want to say, a hack job. It's crazy this movie how... Is so messy. It's crazy how much they don't do that. Uh, rather, they do that. Okay, so they set up the way uh, the world is today. And everybody loves each other and the world is unified. But and, they do that in one shot. Uh, absolutely. I think, in one I shot. think well, Independence Day would have done that, of the 90s, would have done that in, like, a bunch of scenes. That's that's the thing. And they it's... The same way that they introduce characters. Now, they're introducing a lot of characters that you've seen before. Yeah. But Liam Hemsworth, we haven't seen him before. No. And um, so, and they, they sh- I mean, there's that whole scene with him in the tug. Yeah. What? Him in the what? Tug. In, uh, it's like, uh, it's like a spaceship, t- like a tugboat kind of thing. It's supposed to be, uh, okay. but they it's call like it a little spaceship with something. these like mechanical arms that they can yeah. grab onto things, so they can like yeah, yeah. use them to lift things up. And I stuff. don't care anymore. Keep going. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, that scene is very much the kind of scene you would get in those movies, where right. it's like, oh, he's doing this thing, and it all goes wrong, and he goes against the rules to save the day. Yeah. But even that, I just felt like. I didn't even know, like, what was going on. I was like, whose space station is this? Why do I care if they don't? I didn't even know what he was saving them from. Or, like, because I found myself not caring. Like, I would zone out so hard every five minutes. much nothing going on in this movie. Yeah. I was so I was just I was shocked at, at how little this movie wants to be a movie. It's just like, like, if you... You go back and watch Independence Day, like, there is at least... The movie seems to care that you w- might be interested. Yeah. The movie is at least like, okay, check out these people, and here's their life, like I said, and all that stuff. And this movie just... It just, here's these people, and I don't know why they're doing anything, and the scenes don't fit together. Like, like people talked about uh, X-Men Apocalypse at, at being, like so messy and shitty like this movie like barely makes sense half the time and the, and the things that it brings up that are interesting it like throws away right away well like, i was so instance. i was so <laughs> bored and, and upset at this uh, movie what a bummer and, and then they bring in well I, I was like oh cool we're gonna bring in like some new aliens or something and yeah then, but then they don't some they new just, cool just, looking aliens and they, <laughs> nope fuck you i'll shoot it yeah 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 but then but then it's like okay well here's your new alien presence and you're like 
Huh, it's a ball. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they, and they came back on Independence Day again, uh, the 4th of July again? No, I don't think so, but maybe they did. Uh, I think so because they're doing like the, it's the it's the reunion ceremonies. Uh, we got to get down oh, there. That's what they were yeah, doing? Pretty much. Uh, anyway, the weird thing is Bill Pullman was playing Rob Reiner in this movie. <laughs> that's weird. Bill Pullman was the only one that was like, I felt like he was the only one who, who not cared, but like showed up and was like, okay, I've turned into a crazy old kook and I'm going to really go for it. And I, and I like that. Well, I think Brent Spiner still played, uh, you yeah, know, as crazy as definitely. he did in the first, and he was pretty but f- to, to, to no effect. Yeah. I thought he was fine. He was, he was fine, but I mean, no, nobody was, I mean, Chris Hemsworth or Liam Hemsworth, whichever one, what it is. Uh, I don't think he's got a ton of charisma going anyway. He's, I don't think he can he's carry another, yeah, he's okay. even he's... part of a movie. Um, and then uh, the end seemed very lazy because it was like, okay, well, what are we going to do? Well, we'll lure it out. Well, I don't know. I don't want to spoil yeah. anything. I will say that the the ending that you think is the ending happened. This movie is one of those things where, oh, shit, something else is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a point where the movie was like, okay, that must have been it. And I was like, they didn't even show me the explosion. This movie is so lazy. But then there was uh. more. And oh, then see, this, I uh. didn't. I, even that part, I, I, I was like, this can't be the end because this is too shabby. Yeah. And then it wasn't the end. Uh, the stuff after that, I was like, finally, something fun is happening. Uh, it, it's fun <laughs> enough, but it's. But I guess the writing is lazy oh, it's, because it's yeah. kind of like. Well, what uh, we had lots of uh, aliens before. What are we gonna do with this? Uh, we, I don't know. We yeah. Had, uh, what, do you, what do you say? Bigger alien? Yeah. Big big alien? Wow. Um, sure. Okay. Uh, and I, then and then Judd Hirsch, of out of absolutely no like Judd Hirsch has <laughs> nothing to do with this movie, but we keep cutting like it's like he was just added last minute. We keep cutting back to him. And then he shows up so that the ending is a little bit more perilous. Yeah. It's so lazy. So I really dumb. I, I, I couldn't even enjoy this thing on on the the kind of grounds of Independence Day where like lots of cool shit's gonna happen, like some cool things happen, but it's it felt oddly muted. Like we keep pulling back to these kind of like Star Warsian like space battles with all these like like spaceships running around with the little like green lasers going like foot 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 foot. There was like, some, it was very there was some very Force Awakens yeah, uh, uh, but Star Wars. There's no music. There's no excitement. You yeah. just get like these swarms of things going foot 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 foot. And it's not exciting. <laughs> and it was like Charlie Callis in the middle of foot 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 foot. Yeah, and then they like introduce this like truckload of kids that I don't care about for no reason. But and but it was it was for no reason other than to make the ending a little bit more a little dangerous. bit more dangerous. And it's, um, and it's like no, this you didn't earn this no, at all. You just no. threw a bunch of children in there. Yeah, and <laughs> so I'm gonna spoil a little, not a lot, but I do want to say I think we just spoiled. I well. Enough. I don't the, know what's going on. <laughs> Casey made mention oh, of their... How, that's how we felt. The movie does kind of introduce, oh, there may be another kind of thing going on here, and it introduces it in a way that I kind of thought, here's a nugget of an idea that might be interesting, and they kind of shoo it away until the end of the movie. Yeah. Now, I do kind of hope they make a third one, because I think the thing that this movie is setting up, like, that... There's this world. We have all this technology from the aliens of the first movie, and then maybe a new kind of civilization of, of potential aliens are going to come in, and there might be like more going on out in the world, maybe, maybe. Uh, in, in the space world of of intergalactic wars going on that we might end up in another movie having to go deal with. 
and there's like a lot of cool stuff that this movie could have been it's, about. It's so could have set up like. And I, 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 there's a, a word that I'm trying not to use, but yeah, like it's like okay, well, there's like the horrible, you know, like scary aliens who want to fucking fuck everybody over kind of thing. But maybe it's like maybe there's more types of aliens in the world with yeah. different agendas and stuff. Exactly. And 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 yeah, you could have built out from there. And now, don't think that they're not assuming there's going to be a third because they basically turn to the camera at the end and, and go, say, there's going to be another one. I know. I don't know that there will, though. Uh, yeah. The office is not very good. A little bit of a soft yeah, uh, landing. Uh, not uh, not boffo. Not boffo. <laughs> yeah, and and I'm disappointed. And, and when I wrote my little like letterbox review, I was like, serves me right for being excited about this thing because like <laughs> oh, all signs seem to point like that it was probably going to be bad, but I let myself get very excited. And I went into the movie just expecting Independence Day. I yeah. expected that level of competence, yeah. like a good movie, good, yeah. good blockbuster fun. fun. Stupid movie. And they you couldn't even yourself, deliver on uh, that. Fall yeah. in love with those upside down yeah. aliens. Don't you fall couldn't, in love, Dan Gorman? Yeah, couldn't deliver that. Mm-hmm. No. And I do want to say, before we get out of this uh, yep. corner of Independence Day, this is one of the most green, drab Very fucking green. movies. I've, like, there's a whole chunk of the movie that takes place in the alien technology world, and, like, they're flying around in alien ships, and fuck if it was not just one boring color and, and to the <laughs> point where one of the uh aliens uh the alien technology one of their weapons is just the color green yeah <laughs> it's just a, <laughs> a big load of green <laughs> yeah that was yeah it was it was so ugly uh I, 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 I at times it, yeah i can't even say it was necessarily ugly as much as it was just artless and yeah. boring uh, there was some cool explosions. Like I was like, "Whoa, everything's blowing real good now," but I don't care about any of it because yeah. I didn't. Nobody, nobody took my hand and led me here. I, I never felt me on the edge of my seat, tense. Like, no, yeah. like no as dumb as the original movie is, when that dog is running and that tr- tunnel's blowing up, you're like, oh, "I hope yeah. they get out of here." Thrills. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's weird to see a filmmaker who wishes they were Michael Bay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, that's a perfect way to yeah. put it. Yeah. Perfect way to put it. Burp. So terrible, <laughs> mic drop. Fuck you, Roland yeah, Emmerich. That's how you do it. Very disappointing. Uh, we will move on to another film released in 2016, Independence's Day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, as I mentioned, this is the possessive. An, yeah, uh-huh. Independence apostrophe day uh, with a little no alien sign between the, the words on the cover. <laughs> Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, no Independence, no, no Alien, alien Day. day. <laughs> um, this movie, as I am to be describes it, is about aliens invade. This time, delivering a clear ultimatum: the fate of humanity hangs in the balance as the U.S. president and citizens decide if these aliens aliens are to be trusted or feared. Uh-huh. Directed by Laura Beth Love, starring Faye Gauthier, uh, Sal Landy, Johnny Ray Diaz, uh, Matthew Riley. Jude Lanston, Michael yeah, Castro yeah, yeah. Giovanni, <laughs> just, look, Brian just, Taylor just say, Cohen, just, just say Star Kurt Sinclair, Mark Bashian, Tom G. They got Tom G. Yeah. yeah. G. 
<clears throat> um, Cheater. Yeah, as we mentioned, Mockbuster. This is released to dupe grandmas into getting DVDs for their uh, their <laughs> like yeah. their yeah, their grandchildren is, thinking is, it's what they want to see. This yep. is for the stupid grandma demographic. Yeah, but now this stuff just goes like I don't even know. Now it just goes on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're yeah. right. Actually, it doesn't just, go to grandmas. Just for yeah. people who are like, I have no expectations. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, again, um, it's for the uh, irony seeker. Yeah, sure. Yeah. There you go. Um, so the the director of this was the cinematographer on a lot of uh, asylum movies. It looks like like the Sharknado films. Yeah, uh, Mega Shark versus Colossus. And he was like, "Do you guys think I could direct?" One? And they were like, "Yeah." Well, it's a woman. Hey. Uh, oh. But. She That's also right. did women can direct shitty movies. Asteroids versus Earth. That's my favorite versus <laughs> <laughs> title. Maybe. <laughs> yep. So, uh, Greg. Yes. What? Uh, what do you? What do you? What are we looking at here? Uh, yeah, I watched Independence Day and uh, Independence's Day. Independence's Day, and uh, yeah, I've seen worse movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> really. <laughs> Listen. So- this movie is really bad. Yeah. Uh, but this is kind of like a good bad. Yeah. Because um, the the stuff that's funny bad about it, they don't know is funny. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there's just some really weird... Th- now, here's the other thing. is I'm Now I'm going to try really hard to remember this movie. Okay. Uh, uh, so, uh, we've got basically like, a, you know, aliens show up. They're basically doing 1990 five or whatever independence day yeah six independence day they blow up the white house they do all the stuff nice yeah yeah but it doesn't look very good and uh <laughs> really yeah yeah and so and the president is killed uh and so then a new the vice president gets sworn in and then she's gonna gotta yeah. figure out what to do okay um and oh, there's uh, a whole independence bunch of day resurgence has a female uh, uh president yeah. mm-hmm. foreshadowing oh um there so there's a lot of really Wonderfully terrible and unenthusiastic line readings in this awesome. movie. Where when they get the news, when the guy who's reading his computer screen gets the news, he's like, "Oh man, the White House is gone. <laughs> the president is dead." <laughs> he's so he's like, "Oh my God, Starbucks out of my favorite salted caramel latte, man." <laughs> um, so there's a bunch of stuff like that And then uh, what I really enjoyed Was when the aliens come in One of the things they do is they shut down all the nuclear uh, Devices and they're like Shutting down our uh, world defenses And then they keep on talking about that And then there's a whole lot of actors Not a bunch But ever, there's a few people in this movie Who cannot say nuclear And they do say nuclear uh, <laughs> Nuclear More than one like, Yes Nuclear. It's pronounced nuclear. <laughs> yeah, so that was delightful. Um, and then, like, one of them is a newscast where it's like, yes, all nucle- nuclear uh, <laughs> devices are shut. Oh, what's that? Sorry. It's just in the president's dead. <laughs> <laughs> really great. And That's then this just in the president's <laughs> dead. <laughs> And we'll uh, tell you one thing you oh. shouldn't be putting in your soup. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, this in a squirrel that can water ski. Coming up next. Um, so uh, the initial explosions stop, and then uh, the aliens contact us, and they're like, the, the, you know, they've, it's been translated to English. Hello, people of Earth. We yeah, are yeah. reenacting our favorite like, film, Independence Day. They come down, they're like, you guys suck. <laughs> you're warlike, and you're just destroying yourself. You're whole planet is a fucking mess so we're gonna give you one chance we're gonna put it get all your people loaded up into our ships get off the earth we're gonna fix all this the pollution yeah. that you caused fix the ozone layer 
and we're going to heal your sick. Yeah. And then we're going to help you start over. That's what we're here for. We attacked you because mm. we came here, and the first thing you did was attack us. Yeah. You're a warlike, barbaric <laughs> society. And I'm like, yeah. 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 <laughs> nice. Nice, aliens. Yeah. Similar <laughs> thing in the Classy Independence movie, Day aliens. resurgence, yeah, too. Yeah. Where, um, like, something happens, and they're like, shoot it. Yeah. And you're like, no, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's that going. That's the mystery. Is like, is it for real, these? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, they heal the president's uh, uh, handicapped son. Okay. Uh, disabled son. He can walk again. And there everyone's like, great, let's go. And that, then it started to feel like V. Like, the visitors are our friends. Yeah, yeah. You know. <clears throat> and but then there's like a ragtag group of people who are like, "This is bullshit. Let's blow yeah. that shit up." And yeah. it's led by this dude who's got this really gross long beard that's braided into these two disgusting long braids. Oh, <laughs> it's so is hard he to a look at. Fellow? No, it's a dark brown, disgusting braid beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that oh. always disgusts me. Oh, so nasty. Any type of braided <clears throat> beard really weirds me out. Um, and then, so then they're like, where they get the president to be able to, uh, so like, okay, we'll now talk back to the aliens. Yeah. This will go through this computer thing, and you, they'll understand what you're saying. <laughs> but like, but then they're like, but you cannot show any emotion in your voice, and you have to speak in strong, even tones. Yeah. So I'm like, why bother doing that? Because then that makes this poor lady, every time she talks to the aliens which is frequently yeah it sounds like uh like a ignorant person talking to someone who doesn't really understand english <laughs> like i'm sorry aliens <laughs> for shooting at you <laughs> uh, uh, like she does this quite a few times in the movie and then anytime something goes because i constantly the, the 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 gross braid beard guy and his team of people constantly keep on blowing shit up and the aliens are getting pissed off yeah and they're like we're just gonna wipe you all out and terraform your planet instead <clears throat> we don't have to help you and uh, every time, the, and so this happens a lot, where the Brady Beard guy and his gang blow some shit up. The and, Brady. and every time, <laughs> every time the aliens call, the president's like, "Ugh!" She seems like a like the West End marketing manager, and the owner of the company is calling. She's like, "Ugh!" Fuck. Yes. No. Look, we're really sorry. We no. Like, it wasn't me. It was someone else. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry that you're upset. <laughs> And the biggest, like, mo the biggest dramatic scene that happens in the middle of the movie is not connected to anything. So they're in, like, a, a bunker. Yeah. Like a gigantic government, you know, save the president bunker. And they're online, like, trying to figure out, how are we going to do all this stuff? And then something goes wrong with the oxygen that comes into the place. And they're like, uh, what are we going to do? Because <laughs> the aliens didn't do it. It's just like the place is fucked up all of a sudden. They're like, oh, my God, we're going to die in here. <laughs> and that one guy's the like, steam pipes, you got to go to the basement and fix the valve. And so and now this is a really big place. But apparently the oxygen in there is just getting like suck the fuck out. Because yeah. like after two minutes, they're all like, <laughs> like it's a gigantic facility. It'd be the kind of thing where like, oh, man, that valve. Should really get looked at in the next twenty four hours. Yeah, <laughs> before we start to run out of air in here. <laughs> and so if they're all just falling to pieces, if they have, they have to go downstairs and turn a valve, and this takes up like ten minutes of the middle of the oh movie, and then it's over, and I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> this doesn't have anything to do with aliens or the rest of the movie. I guess they ran short. I have no idea. Yeah. So yeah. we need something to happen. Ten minutes in the middle of valve play. <laughs> Let's get a real valve subplot going. <laughs> yeah, really good. Um, 
And yeah, the acting is really bad, and there's a bunch of stupid shit that happens. And then it does really kind of start following the beats of yeah. Independence Day. They're like, "What are we going to do to get these aliens?" Oh, because they find out the aliens. What they're doing is like, "Oh, they like come onto our ships, get you off the planet, then we can clean up." And then what happens? They get a camera out in space, and these the ships load up hundreds and hundreds of people at a time. They go up in space and just. Santa <laughs> space, so there's thousands of dead people floating around awesome. in space, and I'm like, that's wicked. <laughs> so many dead bodies floating in space. That's so awesome. <laughs> and it just lets I've so never many go seen that once, in a like, boom. Yeah. Oh, it's great. We'll just make uh, space our own garbage island until, yeah. <laughs> until we need space later. But the garbage is people. <laughs> And then they, uh, yeah, and they, you know, they beat the alien by like, let's give their whole system a virus. You know, oh, that kind of junk. Type in upload virus on exe. <laughs> <laughs> Which is funny, but also like basically the mm. ending of a Elysium. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And so yeah, it's that. And then they do, and then they blow up a ship, and then they're all like, Whew. yeah, woo. <laughs> yeah. Thank God we fixed that valve thing too. <laughs> Imagine if we didn't do that. We're in better shape than we were off before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's it. it listen, it's um, it's a total ton of shit, but I think if you were drinking with your friends, you might have a good time with yeah. this movie. Because, right. again, there's a bunch of bad line readings. There's a bunch of unenthusiastic acting. Yeah. Then some really bad acting. A lot of poor choices. And then, yeah, they you know they jettison thousands of people into space. <laughs> that's <laughs> awesome. Not bad. Yeah, Not I kind of want to see that. <laughs> yeah. I think maybe I saw the better movie. <laughs> I think it's possible. It is possible. Um. Awesome. So that's Independence Day Resurgent and Independence's Day. Uh, I mm. gave these guys an album to listen to last week. Uh, this uh, is an album by new metal band Limp Bizkit, released in 1999 on Interscope Records. Significant other. I didn't really other. hear you uh, uh, pronounce the umlauts. Yeah. In new, new metal. New metal. New metal. Uh, the this album, Significant Other, saw Limp Bizkit expanding their sound from that of their debut album, Three Dollar Three Dollar Bill, y'all, to incorporate further metal and hip hop influences. Yeah, uh, sold sixteen million yeah, copies this is worldwide. A huge record. Huge. Yeah. Um. So. I had this. this I know I had Three Dollar Bill, y'all. I think it's a long <laughs> record. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, let me see here. So we got, uh, what do we have here? 15 tracks. Yeah. Um, an intro, an outro. Yeah. And then something else. And then we'll get something to that. special. Yeah. Um, so now uh, I did embarrassingly own $3 bill. I think I owned that too, yeah. yeah. I think a uh, lot of people did because yeah. the rap rock thing was new and we yeah. were like, and hey, could this be a thing? And it was heavier than this. It was I more actually, about like, yeah. it was a, a much heavier album with a guy kind of doing a rap thing. Yeah, so I listened to the first couple songs on this to, yeah. to decide to give it to you and then after I gave it to you, I listened to the first couple songs on $3 bill y'all and I was like, Oh, they're trying here. It's like he's actually trying to sing and rap. Yeah. And then I'd listen to the first the the song just like this, the first yeah. song on this, and and was thinking, this is so like, awesome. he's he's given up. <laughs> like he's yeah. given up between that. Like he's just and I rap like this because my name is Fred and I want to go to school and I and I got a big head. Like it's it's yeah. so like schoolyard. Yeah, it's really horrible. Um, anyway, I'll let you guys yeah, take I the rest of it. I remember when this thing came out and I was kind of like, oh yeah, that band. They got another one coming? Cool, yeah. maybe I'll get that. I, I didn't hear anything yet. And then Nookie came out and yeah. I was like, 
What the fuck? <laughs> you're actually pronouncing that is Nuki. 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 And you like can take the... a Kuki. <laughs> <laughs> like, Stick it up. Like, yeah. Like, like the movie Stick Nuki? Yeah. <laughs> the movie Nuki about Nuki. the little yeah. aliens, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, 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 that whole song's about. what the song is <laughs> you about. You take that alien and you stick him up your dick. Stick it up your dick or whatever. Yeah. And I was very turned off and just like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. And then more came out, break stuff, and the fucking boring hip pop song with method man and the fucking rearranged that was a single too didn't it? it had like a combo video remember that it was like a yeah. to be continued it was boy oh man can't wait for that going video. down I this was some serious shit that. yeah it was uh, really what i do remember immediately i will say about uh, the song nuki yeah uh, is that in it he does say not <laughs> Like, yeah. he nah. does that thing. He goes, nah. I'm just in, a sucker, like I said, fucked up in the head. Not. In 1999. 1999. Wow. I know that because he has his song on here yeah. called 19. I think that's spelled out. Nine. Nine, nine is a number. number then teen, teen is written. And then 90 and then is a number. Is a number and then nine is written, written out. Right. Gotcha. Yeah. This and album is totally now. the soundtrack of the, the, the death of the dream of the nineties. This is everything <laughs> just falls in on itself. Yeah, yeah, the last like, episode of Portlandia will be about this album. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Davis of Corn and Scott Whalen are on this album. I know because he thanks them all in that one uh, shitty thank you song. Oh really? That's really uh Is that the out, out the outro or it's no, it's not the outro. It's like three songs it's like called show me what you got or something it's one of those songs now look frank durst above everything else really wants you to get the fuck up (laughs) he does i don't think there's if you're not gonna do that though you know what what think about it yeah come on come on (laughs) you say think about it a lot a lot it's like uh, hey get the fuck up you don't want to well think about it (laughs) think about it and then i'll get back to you get the fuck up think about it ah uh yeah um this is terrible. <laughs> uh, and I was just like, I kind of like some of the themes and stuff on the first one. I mean, it's, it's all very like teenage agenda book poetry, yeah. you know, like she broke my heart. Fuck her. Yeah. You know, shit going on. I think but that- this one, like there's songs like I lent my money to people. <laughs> 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 Who the fuck gives a shit about that? Why would I want to listen to someone rap and scream about lending money? <laughs> <laughs> and I hope I get it back. God. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, what rhymes with Kevin owes me $30? <laughs> somebody think on that. Yeah, think um, about it. Somebody think about it. Uh, my favorite... Get the uh, fuck up. Give me back my money. <laughs> Kevin. Oh, my God. Uh, nah. Yeah, that, that whole little uh, bridge part or refrain part in Nuki... It is so, it's just, Nuki. Nuki. Well, not ever. Nuki. Nuki. You can take that Kyoki. Kyoki. Sticky doop you. He goes, Cheer. nothing nothing going to change. You can go away. I'm just going to stay here and always be the same. <laughs> and he sings that over and over, and I'm like, you thought those were lyrics. Yeah. Like, you put that into a song, and yeah. then people bought that song. Yeah. What a bummer. It is a bummer. Humanity's a bummer. Yeah. I feel like this is like this album was so, so, so big. So big. And I don't know if there's a bigger example in music where everyone as a culture a few years later went, I don't know what we were thinking. Whoops. <laughs> yeah, and Sorry. like never mind. Cuz this people, shit there's no I can't imagine this ever being like a retro thing or coming back or somebody like diving back into this I don't album. Know. Have you looked at the uh comments on YouTube for the album of this? Uh, no. It's like 
oh man, album of my childhood. Oh no. No, coffee. no, coffee on the floor. Coffee on the floor. Coffee on the floor. On the floor. Where's the thing? There it is. <laughs> yeah, I there are people on YouTube that are like Yeah, they, well, I feel like this is a lot of people's like fucking high school jam. Oh, you know? yeah, yeah. This they're is, like this was oh, their shit. This is my high school jam. <laughs> but it's like <laughs> that's what they say. <laughs> yeah. That's my high school jam. <laughs> this is a wonderful little uh thing that I'm wiping up coffee with. Yeah, it really gets the rag? job done. Yeah, it really does. Very good. Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to get that dot over there. Hold on. Um, yeah, I feel like, it, like uh, I don't know. I almost said I feel like there's a lot of idiots that go back <sighs> to this, but I don't want to well, paint I mean, with a brush. Yeah, but, but there are. I mean, there was a lot of idiot culture that was surrounded with this. And I'm sorry. Look, you don't, it just, if you owned this album, I'm not saying you're an idiot specifically. Yeah. But if you were like a fucking douchebag at shows and things like that. Yeah, a douchebag, let's say at Woodstock 99, yeah, yeah, where several sexual assaults happened yeah, yeah, yeah. as they were playing. Yeah. Like then that's yes, fucked then up. Then you're a fucking idiot. that's fucked up. <laughs> um, and you deserve this album. I, I want to call attention specifically uh, to the the, the douchebag error around this album to the song "No Sex." Yeah, uh, which is basically about is that how, like I assume he's like I'm not having any sex, but I'm okay with it. Nope. No, it's actually about um, hey bitch, you fucked me. And now I lost respect for you because you let me fuck you. He says you let me. You like I don't know what his terminology is, but yeah. he basically says you let me. Um, uh, like, why did you let me fuck you? Now I don't respect you, and and uh, uh, and I, how could I respect myself if I uh, if I keep uh, if I have a relationship with me? Because you let me fuck you. That's on you. That's your bad. Mm. It's like slut shaming the song. Yeah, it's the fucking. And I'm like, you're serious. Like yeah. you you oh, thought yeah. that yeah. this was. Something that you should really address, and then and he you said, put this "Think about it, not." Think about uh, it. He, I think he does say, "Think about it." In that song. But yeah. I'm like, "Oh my god, this song is such a bummer." Yeah, like what a piece of yeah. shit this guy. Yeah, he is. is a huge bummer. Yeah, yeah. and then he went and uh, directed some movies. Yeah, and made a movies. movie called "Chocolate Starfish in the Hot Dog uh, Flavored Water." What a, like, Was that the one after this? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Like if you if you need to to fuck if you need evidence that this guy sucks at everything he called an album chocolate starfish and hot dog flavored water yeah um boy so yeah. let's talk about the end of this album yeah because it's awesome yeah, so, so there's, there's a it, rant okay is it the hidden thing is it hidden I don't know I'm on the uh, outro? I'm on Apple Music the outro nothing's hidden okay yeah I imagine maybe it was a hidden track I think that, I think yeah, this album had one of those <laughs> things where you needed to like rewind the song yeah, yeah. Sure, past sure. zero yeah there's a thing at the end called rant and then in brackets Matt Pinfield okay who's like a VJ or some shit yeah okay. he was uh, if you uh, Google him you'll recognize his stupid face yeah, yeah. his face sucks. And he goes off on this thing like, yeah, fucking radio and blah, blah. I can literally, it's like, it's like being yelled at by a tap out t-shirt. <laughs> oh, like it, 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 I wrote like my first note about this is that this, this just sounds like a pro wrestler who was paid to do this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's, it's very disingenuous. Uh, it's so empty and lifeless. Like, why would you even put this here? And he's saying shit like, man, you know, like the pop that's going on today that's so fucking forgettable and not about anything. We need music with balls and with meaning and stuff. And I'm like, listen to the lyrics on this album. Yeah. This album is about nothing. Nothing. Except One the song is about the Q-key. how he's... Nuki Kuki. <laughs> <laughs> uh, fine. Not. Nuki Kuki has, uh, has some good themes. But, uh, but it's, it's literally just... Just a bunch of fucking rhetoric about how he's so tough that he could just break something. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. And this fucking idiot. 
is going off about how all oh, music sucks and blah 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 blah. And then someone in the background goes, "Well, yeah, but what about Limp Biscuit?" And he goes, "Limp Biscuit's awesome. They're <laughs> fucking best. I think they're great. The new yeah. album's so good." Yeah. And then he pretends to run away, and somebody pretends to go after him yeah, or something. Something. It's so embarrassing. It's really if I bad. was that guy. I would wake up every morning and go, I'm still embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Amazing. I'm what glad you loved it. What is going on in that chorus anyway? He did it all for the nookie. Come yeah. on. Come nookie. on. I did it yeah. all for the nookie. Come yeah. on. So you can take that kooky, mm-hmm. kooky. and stick it up your... Yeah. yeah. And stick it up your... Yeah. yeah. And stick it up your... Yeah. 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 What? Well... <laughs> What's well, the kooky? I, kn- I think I, kn- I might know what the kooky is. Right. Why would you stick it... Why huh. could you... I don't know. So give me the rundown. I do know that when Limp Biscuit got popular, yeah. there was all this talk about what their name meant. Right? Do you guys know? Nope. So it's disgusting. And this is even further is this about at- like a come on the cookie yes. kind of fucking. Yes, it's like okay. The uh, it was that apparently a bunch of people jerk off on a cookie, and the yeah. last person that has that jerks yeah, off yeah, like yeah. has to eat it, and that's the Limp Biscuit. Because it's limp because all the oh, jerk Lord. off on it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that gentle euphemism, first of all. <laughs> Ew, this cookie's got jerk off all over it. This is such Ew. a limp biscuit. And I, I, I just assumed it was some kind of a reference to their to that cookie. That's all I could think of. Sure. Because people, because like. Why would you stick it? I don't know. Stick it up your mouth. So I guess the message is, I did it all for. And Nookie is sex, right? Yeah, like with, that's like right. with hot girls. We know so what he's Nookie like, is. I did it. Uh, I did it all for sex with hot girls, <laughs> not to jerk off onto a biscuit. Yeah. So you can take, take the that cookie, cookie and stick it up your yeah <laughs> yeah uh, yeah yeah uh, yeah Nookie yeah. Nookie. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know if I'll his, ever get tired of that. That's his clear stance, is yeah. that he did it for sex with ladies, oh. not to jerk off onto a cookie. I was about to uh, Google search Limp Bizkit meaning of, of that song, but then yeah. I thought, that'll be in my search history. I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be there forever. Yep. <coughs> um, all right. Well, Greg, you get to give us uh, an album. I do. So you, you've been on a bit of a run here. I have uh, yeah. of of. Did you lose before last week? I give you the I gave you the Lincoln Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you? What you? Oh mean? no, no. You've been on a run. You gave us some some good bad stuff, and then I got you back with this. Yeah. So I I I don't know what to expect. Things are getting is dark. My point. Okay. Is what's going on? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I so here's what I did. I I st- I've been you know I, I've been going through a lot of the adult contemporary of my childhood. And I, uh, I really just for some reason struggled to listen to popular music when I was young. Yeah. I just couldn't figure it out how to do it or what to do. And I wasn't getting – I had no – my peer group wasn't really offering me, check this out. Yeah. You know? I, was, I mean, because I, I listened to older stuff. Like, only like – I didn't like Guns N' Roses and all this, you know. I, I listened yeah. To, but I, the only popular music I listened to was like NXS and U2. So didn't help me out in school at all. So anyway, as I was going, I I made many bad choices, and I'm going to embarrassingly share them with you for this. Uh, yeah. Also because I think this album will really aggravate Casey. 
So oh, good. Um, the big HMV store opened on Young Street uh-huh. downtown. Three thirty three Young. Three thirty three Young, and the first week that it was open, all cassettes were three dollars and thirty three cents. I was like, hey, that's pretty cheap. And so I was like, I should then, if it's cheap, buy things I wouldn't normally buy. Yeah, sure. and try and like what is popular and like I, do, I constantly made fun of for the music I listen to yeah. because I listen to stuff my parents do and. I'm, you know, fucking 13 or whatever. <laughs> and so you're going to try and find something try cool. Try and find something cool. Awesome. And so what I bought, and then... <laughs> an listen, attempt at cool. Yeah, and an, an attempt at, like, this is what the cool kids are listening to, is, of course, I bought the album Doubt by Jesus Jones. Oh. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. Right here, right now. I think you have... You've had more than one Jesus Jones album. I had a... Well, I used to... I did some work for a... Uh, when I was a teenager, I worked under the table for... A former much music VJ, and he gave me a bunch of free shit. But I got all kinds of. What did you do under the table for? <laughs> <laughs> Lift up the table with your boner. Cukey. And so I got all kinds of free shit, and I got a uh, C- a CD sampler of their second or their follow up <laughs> album to that. It had like four songs on it. And I definitely did mushrooms and listened to it. <laughs> There's a lot of like noises and like pew, pew, going on, which is fine for when you're tripping balls. Um, anyway, I did try very hard to get into this Jesus Jones album because again, you buy your tape, that's your tape. Yeah, you, know, yeah. you gotta fucking yeah. roll with it. And so, yeah, this is like this is like what I awkwardly listened to like on my way to grade nine. Amazing. Yeah. All right. So anyway. Jesus You're not going to like this. <laughs> no. I am interested. Yeah. I guarantee it. Yes. I can't wait. Uh-huh. I can't wait. Let me know. Jesus Jones. Yeah. I All feel right. like I have no. This one I'm, uh, yeah. I'm interested. <laughs> I feel like I have no reference point. I feel like uh-huh. other than that one, I don't, the song, I don't know yeah, yeah. anything. No, no, no. There's yeah. nothing else. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's time to roll. Okay. Uh, this week, there's two things coming out that we thought might be winner worthy, so we ended up deciding uh, winner's choice. Yeah. Uh, the BFG comes out. Yeah. Steven Spielberg goes roll doll. Yeah. So that could be uh, really good. Yeah. And then also the little uh, series that could, the Purge. Anarchy, yeah, comes out the first movie. No, the Purge election election day. Anarchy was the last one. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so the first movie was uh, not very good. No, and then we all really enjoyed Purge Anarchy. Yeah, so now Purge election day. Uh, So we couldn't figure out what to pick. So whoever wants to see what either of those, fair game. Yep. Now uh, the new Tarzan film comes out, right? Which was another kind of none of us want to see it. But also, what if it's good and we pick, like it? Just didn't. It seemed like it was a little bit on the fence. Yeah. So yeah. we thought maybe we'll do something that we've never done before, unprecedented. Yeah. Is we are picking a loser by hopping off of a movie that we aren't watching this week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> this is all very convoluted. very yeah. convoluted. But we're, we found Greg. The first thing I said when when I said, "What if we find the worst Tarzan movie?" was you said Casper Van Dien. Yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> yes. Now is this movie just called Tarzan? No, it's called like Tarzan and the it's fucking called... Secret of the Ooze or something. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Tarzan has to find out what's on his cookie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here I'll find out. Let's take a look here. All right, but it's gonna be bad. Yeah, it's not gonna be good. No, 
Casper Van Dien, he's a great uh, Tarzan, I feel like. Really good. Really good. Really good, Casper. Just really very good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so winner's choice versus Tarzan Van Dien. Tarzan. Come on. What's it called? Where are you here? Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Tarzan and the Lost City. Oh. Yeah. Now, this is what his year big, this is big follow up, pretty much, to Starship Troopers. What move? What year? Ninety eight. Ninety eight. Okay. Yeah. Was this like a big theatrical movie? It came out in theaters. Okay. Yeah, he was like kind of an almost there. Yeah. And uh, then they not were like almost no there, thanks. and then not quite. <laughs> Listen, he's got a hundred nine credits to his name. He's working. He's yeah, doing, doing just fine. Dan. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna roll on <laughs> on Jose Reyes. Oh yeah, that's I don't know uh, my Jose Reyes bobblehead. I got it bobblehead yeah. day at the Jays game Sweet. Three, three years ago. All right, Tarzan versus Winner's Choice. I have rolled a one. one. <laughs> Come on, Solid one. Yes. Bounce off and get a one. That's a one. Holy shit! Wow. Well, I don't know. All right. If Greg rolls higher than a one. That's a five. five. All right. Freedom. Casey and I yeah. re-rolling. Re-rolling. Casper you go first, Van I guess. Dean. <laughs> That's a one. Oh, Ooh, man. Yeah. <laughs> yes, come on. <laughs> That's a three. Casey's yeah. watching Casper Van Dean. <laughs> I was going to anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and Greg and I will see whatever we want. Yep. All right. And you will listen to Jesus Jones. Yes. All right. Well. All right, but don't be surprised if next week there's an EMF album in your future. <laughs> Listen, oh. I debated both of them. Oh! <laughs> bloop, bloop. <laughs> <laughs> Not. Oh, fun. Yeah. All right, it is time for another freshly squeezed episode of Orange You Glad. Yes. It's the OC. We got Casey here mm-hmm. talking about episode three of season one of the OC. He's going to re. Episode four, sorry. He's going to relay the information from that show back to us. And we will all have a good laugh about it. This episode is called The Gamble. That's right. I got a lot of notes. All right. Here we go. It's called The Gamble? I thought yours was The Gamble. No, yours was The Gamble. This was called The Debut. Oh, yeah. My notes reverted to a previous state. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Mm. Uh, All right. This one's called The Debut. Mm -hmm. And we start out. The Debut? The (laughs) Debut. Um... (laughs) Uh, all right, we start out, and Eyebrows is with his wife. Sandy Eyebrows. Sandy Eyebrows. <laughs> uh, and his wife, he's with his wife, and they ask Dirty Ryan if he, if they can be his legal guardians, and he is reticent to let them because he's like, I don't know, I don't want to get you guys into any trouble, and, and I don't want to be in trouble and everything. And Eyebrows is like... Uh, why? Because you might steal a car or burn a house down or beat up a guy. Ouch. It's a little late for that. And yeah. I was like, mm, too yeah, fair enough. And he was like, my man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, so then um, they're setting up the pool house for him, which is much nicer than my apartment. And it makes me hate Dirty Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and they're like, uh, oh, we'll have to get you some stuff like a desk and this and that. Oh, you oh. should steal a car and burn down a house. <laughs> See if you can live somewhere nice. Totally. Well, maybe on my way home tonight. Mm, yeah. Um, <laughs> I have, honey, I have a plan. <laughs> <laughs> Pack up the kids. We're stealing a car. <laughs> um, all right. So I uh, like. We'll have to get you a desk and some stuff. Oh, and a tux because we're going to Cotillion. And he's like, what? And the mom's like, oh, Cotillion is where uh, the young girls of 
the OC, I guess, um, make their debut into society. You know, like uh, debutantes? Yeah. Oh, weird. It's that. So I'm like, <laughs> what? They, they do that? Um, so, yeah, I guess that's what they're doing. So next scene, uh, Tate Donovan uh, tries to apologize to Eyebrows for taking money from his wife. Because you remember how his wife loaned him like $100,000 yeah. 100, $100, yeah. uh, to get his ass out of, uh, out of debt or whatever. And Tate Donovan's like, you know, I don't know what I would do without friends like you and Kirsten. Her name's Kirsten, by the way. Oh, yeah. But I'll be usually referring to her as mom or wife because <laughs> that's literally all she is on this show. She really has very little of her own um, identity. Uh, so he walks away and Eyebrows watches him walks away and he's suspicious. He's like, what are you doing with my wife? Uh, so then we're at the tuck shop. Um, shopping for tucks and dirty, dirty little Ryan. <laughs> he's little now. <laughs> yep, dirty little Ryan. I wrote that down and I'm like, he's dirty little Ryan now. <laughs> uh, runs into Marissa. Remember her? Uh, she's the female star of the show. Yep. Yes. Um, and she asks him what he's doing there, and he's uh, tells her that uh, his mom left again because she's like a total mess. And uh, Luke, the boyfriend, remember yep. the boyfriend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's also there. Uh, and so is Summer, and she's extraneous. She just seems very extraneous. I don't like Summer. Um, and Summer is the one that what's-his-name likes, right? Seth. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, Seth. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, if I refer to Randy at any time, I wrote down his name as Randy through, like, my entire notes <laughs> until the end. Somebody <laughs> called him Seth, and Why I was like, Randy? Why his Randy? Is yeah. Seth? I thought his name was Randy. <laughs> um, <laughs> who's named Randy? <laughs> not Seth. <laughs> no, yeah. Tell you one person who's not named Randy. I know at Randy. Least one. Um, so, uh, so yeah. So then uh, they tell Luke that Dirty Little Ryan is staying, and he's like, "What?" And he's pissed off. But I thought they were friends now, didn't they? Get yeah, they seem to have some kind. Of, yeah, they. Mm. No way. They fucking no, hate no each other dice. now because it's convenient for the show. I guess. Okay, all right. So they fucking hate each other now. Um, so then the mom tells Marissa that Dirty Little Ryan and Randy and uh, Seth are white knights. She's like volunteers them to be white knights, and I'm like, what is that? And uh, that it's, part of the old debutante. It's junk? part of the debutante thing. It's it's like guys who volunteer to be dates for like losers who don't have dates oh and they get them pregnant and <laughs> what that have you ju- been to a debutante ball that was before? a jump <laughs> um is that where the like the, modern it's the head start program <laughs> <laughs> is that where like the modern use now of white knight where people say you're white knighting if you're like Oh, I'm gonna like defend some girl like in in a feminist conversation so that I could get laid or whatever. Like that's what people on the internet say. Like if you come in and say like uh, you're being a piece of shit, like let's and then they're like you white knight trying to come in here save the day. Oh, I don't know. I had yeah. I didn't even know that that was a thing. Who that gets d- pregnant on the internet? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. You'd be surprised. I don't understand technology, you guys. You ever been on Second Life? I've never. I only come on cookies, <laughs> not on my computer. Um, think about it. <laughs> think about it. Uh, all right. So, uh, so yeah. So she. So the mom, um, I guess, volunteers Dirty Little Ryan and Randy to be white knights. Which, uh, yeah, I just told you what that means. Uh, 
So then Summer professes her plan to make Dirty Little Ryan a bad boy <laughs> and make him her boy toy. <laughs> okay. What, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. She's like, she likes him because he's a bad boy. Yeah. And she's uh, she's like, I'm going to make him into like the bad boy that I want. And I'm going to get him. Um, and also, she's a terrible actress. Uh, Marissa asks why she wants to do that and Summer's like why do you like him or something and Marissa's like I don't know shut up (laughs) Um, so then a dude so then we switch over and we got a dude from securities and exchange commission enforcement division okay Uh, he visits eyebrows and he's like uh, hey listen Tate Donovan is the subject of a fraud investigation and also, I wanted to let you know that the ten thousand or hundred thousand dollars you gave him, he put into his personal account and not into you know not as an ev- investment kind of oh, thing. Shit. Yeah, and eyebrows, <laughs> eyebrows raised. Um, <laughs> ooh, uh, clever. So then, dirty little Ryan is like, I'm not going to this cotillion. It's weird. Uh, and Randy or Seth is like, uh, <laughs> he has to go because he's like, you have to go. We're white knights. We have to go. And uh, Dirty Little Ryan's like, uh, I don't want to get in trouble. And if I go there, Luke and I are going to fight. It's just going to happen. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So he's like, I, I shouldn't go. Um, Is so it Luke and Seth that are going to fight? No, Luke and Dirty Little Ryan. Luke okay. is Marissa's uh, boyfriend. Yes. Now, I think on my episode, I think I did mention that some guy I didn't know came in and was like, we're going to fight now because we don't like each other. Probably I think Luke. that's probably who it yeah. was. Yeah. But then I thought they got into a truck and were like, you know what? Best friends. Uh, we're truck I don't remember. Now. I don't know. There's definitely some, like, bro down going on between them. Yeah. Uh. Uh, so then Eyebrows tells his wife that Tate Donovan is a fraudman. A fraud, <laughs> fraud guy? Fraudman. Fraud fellow. Uh, and she's very surprised. Uh, so then Dirty Little Ryan goes to Marissa's house to tell her he doesn't want to go to the cotillion. She's wearing like a super hot dress and she looks really good. And she asks him to zip zip her up and he's all like, what? and she's like, what did you want to ask me? And he's like, what time should I be there? Because he wants, he, like, do he you like cukies? <laughs> what do you think of my cukies? Uh, so then wife mom goes to Tate Donovan and is like, what's up with all the fraud? And he's like, look, I'm sorry. And then the wife comes in and she's all suspicious, but only jokingly. And then he tells wife mom that he took the money from his clients to pay back some bad investments and that he needs the market to turn around. And all he needs is that one big investment. And then he's got all of his clients money back. And she's like, you need help. And he's like, yeah, well, who's going to help me? (laughs) And then it's like, oh, my God. Like, they they already gave you $100,000, Dick. Tate. Um, (laughs) Tate. (laughs) Um, So then Dirty Little Ryan and Randy go to and Seth go to cotillion practice. And uh, which is they're like practicing to dance. kind of thing. Because uh, it's like a whole big rich yeah. people dance. Uh, Marissa tells Dirty Ryan that she has a date lined up for him. So I guess she's coordinating the White Knight program. I don't know. I just drove off on my motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> Get back here, Dan. No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> um, so Summer gets mad. Uh, that it's not her that because she wanted Marissa to set up her and Dirty Ryan, and uh, but Marissa sets her up with some girl named Anna who's like sort of punk rock looking, but not really. Yeah. She's like supposed to be the nerd, but like the hot nerd. Um, 
So then Summer has to be Randy's, has to be Seth's date, and uh, he's excited and she's bummed because he's a wiener. <laughs> um, Marissa, then she's showing DLR. I kept writing him down as DLR or Dirty, Dirty Little, little Ryan. Ryan. Or Ryan. <laughs> Dirty Little Randy. <laughs> That's what he calls his dick. <laughs> Let me introduce you to... I, I'm Dirty Little Ryan. This is Dirty Little Randy. <laughs> um, oh, boy. What just happened? My phone just did a flippy. Oh, no. Not a flippy. Uh, yeah, big time flippy, guys. Vamp. Okay. Um, no. So, uh, oh, yeah. So, no. Marissa is showing uh, DLR how to dance. And Luke comes in and he's like, I'm not jealous. I'd be jealous except Chino's. I'd be jealous if Chino wasn't gay. So, Man, yeah. Hell. There's the, uh, there's the one. The show just goes for that shit. Man. Yeah. And every time I think it's trying to be like tongue in cheek and like. Or at least be like, these are the assholes that are yeah. talking like yeah, this. Yeah. Um, Which I guess for the time was like, at least we can acknowledge it. But at the same time, you're still doing it. Yeah. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so Luke is jealous, and he tells uh, Marissa that he's jealous. And then Eyebrows tells his wife that he can't believe she gave the money to old Steely Tate, uh, and she defends him. Uh, And Marissa tells DLR that she set him up with the punk rock girl uh, because they're both new. And she and she tells him there's going to be a party before the big cotillion dance oh. uh, at some girl's house. I see. So anyway, uh, the dad of the guy whose daughter is throwing the party uh-huh. sees Tate Donovan at this restaurant Tate-y-dee. and goes, "Hey, you got all my money in in your investments, kind of thing." And the guy, by the way, the dad whose name is Greg, but I from now on call him either Greg or Ted because he's Ted. Ted Beneke from uh, Breaking Bad. Oh. Um, oh, no. Flippy. Flippy phone. <laughs> Got a flippy phone break. Come on, man. Um, Come on. Come on. I got to start absentmindedly tapping on my mic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, so Ted from Breaking Bad uh, goes, hey, you got, I need $250,000 of my money. And uh, Tate Donovan's like, oh, uh, are you sure? And he's like, yeah, yeah, I do. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. But how about <laughs> no? no. How, about if, how about if I didn't give you any of your money <laughs> and I spent it already? Let me think of them apples. Uh, and then, Good to see you, Ted. <laughs> just as all that's happening, the girl's like, um, excuse me, Tate Donovan, but your credit card declined. Yikes, embarrassing. Oh, my God. But the girl... Flippy phone again? Oh my God. Yeah, Stop just turn, the, turn the rotate turn off. Turn the rotate oh, off. Phone. Turn the rotate <laughs> off. Uh, so then van. they go to the party, and Summer is a huge bitch to, to Seth, and she says uh, that You're she's going to call him Randy. To go, yeah, I was. <laughs> to go Randy to the Cortillion. Uh. Um, Luke tries. <laughs> there's a weird scene where Luke is trying to feed one of his friends some kind of food or something. What? Like he's trying to give it, <laughs> put it in his Why? mouth, and I'm like. How? Like. Break this down for me. Is he trying to like <laughs> break it down? Baby bird him from above. Or like, <laughs> he's, he's vomiting food into another boy's yeah, yeah. mouth. No, he's like, um, he's like, 
it, it's not even the focus of the shot. The shot is like oh, okay. on someone else. Like in the but Luke is like in in the foreground, off to the side. Are they doing a, like a game and going to try and throw yeah. a popcorn? They in had one of those no, in uh, nine hundred two and oh. There was some like off to the side thing where yeah. Brandon was feeding something to Donna. <laughs> Um, so this is a some kind of yeah. a deep cut it's a, reference. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it is, but and now don't read too much into this after what we just discussed. It's some sort of a cracker or something. <laughs> it's some, it's some <laughs> sort of a limp cukey. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just feeding it to this other guy who's like who slaps it away and is like, yeah, we're just having fun. And I'm like, are you? <laughs> Get this soggy cukey out of my face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, as far as I'm concerned, you can stick that up your yeah. <laughs> uh, so then, uh, so then, Marissa sees uh, Dirty Little Ryan, and she wants to talk to him, but he's like, "No, I don't want to talk to you because Luke's just going to get nerve or going to get uh, jealous." And sure enough, he does, and uh, he gets up in Dirty Ryan's face, and he's like, tries to fight him, but Dirty Little Ryan won't fight him, and then Luke punches him in the stomach. All right, Luke, Luke, but he still won't fight him, and he's like, mm. uh, so then he just goes away. So then the night of the cotillion, right. Dirty Ryan says, I'm not going. And then, uh, like, the dad goes, I'm not going either. Oh, and, no. And uh, then Tate Donovan's like, I don't even know if I should go because, you know, Greg Ted is going to want his money. And I've got a real walkout brewing. Mm -hmm. And then Marissa tells her mom that she doesn't want to go either. She's like, I fought, I had a fight with Luke, and I don't want to go because I don't want to date him, and I don't even want to date him anymore. Yeah. And the mom is like... Uh, she's like, sorry, mom, but I'm not going to go. And she's like, you're not sorry, but you will be. And I'm like, whoa, I don't know Pulls what that is. Knife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching a good you. Knife fight. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, so eyebrows doesn't want to go either nah. because he doesn't even want to run into Tate Donovan. Yeah. Uh, and then um, okay, so then we're at the cotillion. Everyone decides that they're not going to go. So we're at the cotillion, and Seth is there, and he's looking for. Anna, who was supposed to be Dirty Ryan's uh, date, yeah. and goes uh, to, to tell her that Dirty Ryan's not coming. And he's like, whoa, because she's like super hot. And uh, they go off and talk. Then Dirty Little Ryan and Eyebrows are at home hanging out playing video games. Mm -hmm. That's an unnecessary what bit of information. What are they playing? Uh, video games, Dan. Pay attention. Um, Marissa, I don't know. Uh, Marissa tells Summer... To tell Luke she isn't coming, so he's kind of mad. Uh, so then, Ran or Seth is talking to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Randy. You just can't get it. Well, it, it says Randy every time. <laughs> and then Ra oh. uh, um, Randy is talking to Anna, and turns out she's cool and she likes comic books. But the way she's talking about them, you can tell that the actress has no idea what comic books oh, are. Yeah, or like when uh, Misha Barton was talking about punk rock. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and yeah, she's yeah. like, and she's like. He's like, oh, you know a lot about comics for a girl. And she's like, what's that supposed to mean? Oh, and I call them graphic novels because the, because that way, if more people called them graphic novels, they wouldn't be so marginalized. And like, well, yeah, no, because some of them are comic books and some of them are graphic novels. Graphic novels. <laughs> it's two different things. Um, and she is a bad actress and not believable. Um, and then Summer comes up and tells, uh, oh, because Summer, oh, I told you, Summer and, and Seth were supposed to be dates. Yeah. But Summer comes up and goes, I found another date. So she's going to be Luke's date uh, because Marissa's oh. not going. Mm. Um, and he's sad and he walks away from Anna. And Anna's like, what? So then Alyssa shows up at uh, Dirty Little Ryan's door and convinces him to go to the cotillion because suddenly she wants to go with him now. 
so then Ted approaches Tate Donovan at the dance and is like, hey, did you bring that check for $250,000 of my money? And, and Tate Donovan's like, nope. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, uh, did you forget? And he's like, no, I don't have it. And Ted's like, what? And he's like, well, come by, come by my office tomorrow and I'll tell you why. This isn't the place. I'm like, that's not really for you to say. <laughs> it's his $250,000. Um, so Marissa and Dirty Rotten Ryan. <laughs> Dirty, <laughs> Dirty Rotten, Rotten Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Rotten Ryan scoundrel <laughs> over here. And Dirty Rotten Ryan show up. Um, <laughs> That's the new one. <laughs> um, and Luke is super pissed. And he pushes him around a bit and then tells Marissa that they're done. All he right. breaks up with oh, her and he man. runs away. Oh, oh no. Yeah. No. And then Anna comes up to uh, Dirty Little Ryan and goes... Uh, oh, so you decided to show up after all. And this is how you can tell that the actress knows nothing about uh, the world of nerd stuff. She goes, oh, I see you showed up with Princess Mononoke over there. (laughs) (laughs) Swing and a miss, buddy. (laughs) Um, And, uh, okay, so then uh, D. Dirty Lil Ryan tells Marissa that he will be her escort. Um, Anna finds out that... that Fuck. Anna finds out that Seth... (laughs) Um, finds Seth and tells him he needs confidence. And uh, <laughs> oh, and here's where I wrote: she also just called him Seth and not Randy. <laughs> um, Dirty rotten Randy. <laughs> uh, so then Summer is talking to a friend um, about how she doesn't have an escort anymore, and the friend goes, um, "Oh, that blows or whatever." And then she goes and finds Seth and goes, good news, I'm available now. And Seth is like, because Seth is in love with Summer. He's like, you know what? No, I'm here with this uh, fake comic book lady. (laughs) (laughs) And then they walk off together. Eyebrow shows up um, because he just decides to go anyway. Everyone cotillions it up. Rich people suck. Uh, Greg Ted comes up to uh, Tate Donovan and is like, "Um, where's my money? (laughs) <laughs> Why are you being a dick about my money? Tate Donovan's like, uh, this can wait until tomorrow. <laughs> Don't the girls look beautiful? <sighs> and then uh, fucking uh, Greg Ted is like, where's my fucking money? And Ted is, or and Tate Donovan's like, I don't have it now. Uh, and he, he's like, you know, I don't have it now, but I can get it. And then Greg Ted goes nuts and starts calling him a thief and punches him right in the face. Yeah. And then they're fighting on the floor. And then Eyebrow steps in and gets and Greg punches him in the face. And then DLR comes in and tackles Greg to the to the ground and carries him out. All the while he's screaming, "You're a thief! He's a thief! That guy's a thief!" Oh damn! He's a thief. Dang. Um, word. And then uh, Seth asks Dirty Little Ryan if he can take Anna home, and Seth's like, "Yeah, of course you can." And then Seth asks, "I don't know. Can you?" <laughs> yeah, why? Like Randy? Uh, yeah, uh-huh. that just seems weird. Um, is well, it, because is it because of the like the 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 whatever this situation is, the mm-hmm. White Knight thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah technically, because uh, Anna was supposed to be DLR's date. Mm-hmm. So I was gonna say, sounds like a little bit of a women as property scenario. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. This whole thing feels very much like that. Um, Seth asks uh, Anna if he can see her again, and she goes, "Well, no." And he's like, "What? Why?" And she's like, "Well, because I'm going sailing to Tahiti this summer." And if you'll remember from the first episode, he loves sailing. Yeah. Uh, so gonna go get some of that treat I've heard so much about. Uh, Oh, from Tahiti. (laughs) 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 That took me a second. 
I was confused. Uh, so then Marissa is crying outside. Dirty little rotten. Dirty, dirty little <laughs> rotten. Dirty little rotten Ryan. Dirty little rotten goes uh, to her. Luke also shows up, and he looks like he's been crying, and he's like, I'm sorry. Can I take you home? And she says she just wants to be alone. She leaves. Luke and DLR look at each other for a while, and then Luke leaves. The end. I think we have the... to start saying DLRR. Yeah. <laughs> Dirty little rotten Ryan. Dirty little Every rotten time Ryan. somebody messes it up, we add a new thing to <laughs> it. <laughs> Dirty little rotten Ryan. Yep. Great. Oh, man. Right, so, up next. Music. Oh, yeah. Of this episode. What's up? California opening titles, Phantom Planet. Uh-huh. Track two, Liz Fair's Why Can't I, when they're mm-hmm. trying on clothes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Lazy Days by Leona Nace, uh, when he tells, nice. when Ryan, nice. 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 <laughs> hey, Leona, nice, nice. <laughs> uh, this, the classic track by Brassy, play some D, and then Two Sheila by the Smashing Pumpkins, so which of those is the best? Um, and we may, I, I said California last week, so I feel like you can if you want to, but I do feel like we got to get away from that eventually. Yeah, yeah. no, I mean, I, I would actually say that that is the best, but I'll only say that if there wasn't one that was yeah. at least acceptable. And the, um... Is the Smashing Pumpkins Everything was accessible? terrible except the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. Okay, so now Greg or I have to sing... Greg Try and figure out... Yeah. Either sing Why... May, have you heard Why Can't I by Liz Fair? Or Lazy Days by Leona Nace. What's uh, or play I like some, some Liz by, Fair. Yeah. Do you know what how that goes? Can no, you, I don't know that track. What, it must what, be a later one. What, what What do you think it would go like? Sing it. Yeah, sing how sing how that might go. Sing what? Sing Why Can't I? Why can't I think of this song? <laughs> that's the she... Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Star Trek. Why can't I, I think of this song? <laughs> play some um, D. Why, uh, Here I am playing basketball. I'm on D, so I gotta play some D. D. Gonna stop you from running to the hoop and getting the ball in. <laughs> Get the ball in. Wow. Do you yeah. know what's weird? <laughs> that was dead on. Both yeah, of them. Very good. <laughs> both of them were dead on. I wonder why in that song she says, Why can't I, I remember the words to this <laughs> song? Yeah. You wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I think Smashy Pumps it was uh, Smashy was the Pumps. Best. Smash uh, those pumps you got there—they're smashy. Some shit smashy, dog. Smashing. Those are some Air dirty smashing. rotten smashy Air pumps. Air smashing pumpkins. Air pumpkin. That's a different show. <laughs> I feel like a rat in a cage. Oh, pumpkin. <laughs> Oh, Billy. <laughs> oh, Billy. <laughs> I think came Alan Ruckman really quick there. <laughs> uh, well, okay. As another been another episode. Please remember to uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Please go to info at modernsuperior.com. Send us emails there uh, if you have any opinions on the show. Um, and next week we'll, we, we will be back with the Movies and Punishment album, another episode of The O.C. and more. And as always, uh, we will see you next internet. Good. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long night. Goodbye, Wednesday. <laughs> goodbye, Wednesday. I'll see you next internet. Yeah. Um, Richard, goodbye, internet. And <laughs> Dirty Rotten Ryan signing off. Hair burns.
been a presentation of the Modern Superior Media Network. Everything is fucked. Everybody sucks. <laughs> oh, everybody sucks. Everybody sucks. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.